Shot of Wrestling, Episode 8, and away we woo 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 go. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, Michael J. Putty. Joining me each and every week is one of the brightest characters in the WWE Universe. He's not mean or lean, but he's definitely green. Abel Green Man Villamar. Woo! I am here and I ate my bootios. Just for you, Mike, just to make sure that this show is not bootay. Thanks. We do have someone here because you're not feeling that well today, right? No, I am extremely under the weather. Um, so you brought in a guest to help us out. Yes, we have a a good guest here making his podcast debut from rags to riches. He is the true Cinderella story. And now the rich just keep getting richer. Our guest host this evening is Richard Slick Dick. Williams. Thank you very much, guys. Glad to be here. Slick Dick Williams is in the building and ready to put on a show tonight. Now, we really reached out to one of the coolest wrestling fans out there who just popped his WrestleMania ch- uh, cherry this past. I did on, on Sunday. Yeah. How did that feel? Uh, Was it, are you still raw from it? or A little. A little bit Does raw. Does it hurt? I, I could, my throat, it's still, still don't have my voice back yet, but... Uh, it's it was it was good. It was a great experience. Well, in the last two weeks, in the episodes we've had, we've gone over what our favorite WrestleManias were. In a little segment we like to call Mystery Wrestling Theater, we found out that Michael J. Putty's favorite WrestleMania is WrestleMania ten. Ten, and the Green Man's favorite WrestleMania is, of course, WrestleMania thirty because it's the best one. So, okay, we wanted to give you a chance. What is your favorite WrestleMania? Well, it's hard to pick a favorite, but one of my favorites going into it that has always held a special place in my heart because there's so many matches that I like. There's a lot of historic moments here. WrestleMania 20, here at home in New York City, the none other than Madison Square Garden. All right, so during Mystery Wrestling Theater 2K16, we will watch WrestleMania 20. So, Michael, you want to set it up for us? In a way, we go. So if you're watching with us while you're listening to the show, the Boys Choir of Harlem is opening the show at WrestleMania 20 at Madison Square Garden. How did we not get tickets for this? I mean, come on. This should have been the first WrestleMania we went to, but no. Uh, we want to get to know Slick Dick here. Do you mind if we call you Dick? That's perfectly All good. right, Dick. So let's do a little getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. What was your first pro wrestling memory? 
My first pro wrestling memory, it would have to be when I was about five or six years old. I was at Madison Square Garden, actually, for a live event. I don't believe it was a Raw, just a regular WWE live event. And Chris Jericho was out in the ring. This was back when he was a heel, delivering one of his ever-fantastic heel promos. And the whole crowd is chanting, asshole, asshole. And little me is there next to my dad tugging at his shirt saying is it okay if i yell asshole at this guy too (laughs) and my first memory with uh wrestling that's cute did you say it did you say it i did say it of course i was there little little me chanting asshole probably wearing a stone cold shirt because i've been a stone cold shirt for forever nice nice so this question will kind of get us to really know what kind of wrestling fan you are uh, who are your favorite divas of all time, past or present? You can pick anyone you want. Top three. Give us your top three. Top three. Biggest crush I've had on a diva would have to be Stacy Keeler. Mm. Them legs go on for days, and they Lucky are. Lucky George Clooney. They're perfect. I don't know why he let that one go. Doesn't make sense to me. Another, another goodie from back around that era would definitely be Trish Stratus. Oh, she's an oldie but a goodie now. Oh, she does yoga oh, now. She I makes like videos. Nice yes. and tight. Yes. And I would have to say for the last of my top three, I'd have to put Sasha Banks there because she's, she's really stolen my heart. Wow. She's cute. She's, she's really cute. Very cute. Very cute. You like, you like the petite girls. I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. A little bit of curves. Mike likes some curvy. Yes, I do. Yeah. Curves are good. Don't get me wrong. All right. So do Mary Kill now with your top three divas. Now, Mary would definitely have to be... Stacy Keebler, due to the fact that I've loved her since forever. All right. Is she taller than you? She might. I don't think she's taller than me. That's okay. She wouldn't hold it against you. I don't think so either. And I'd be okay with it if she was, really. And for Do, it would definitely be Sasha Banks. Mm. And it's hard to say that I would have to off Trish Stratus, but oh. out of that group of three, Moggle. I have to. Unfortunately, I have to. I don't know it's hard Ma- to make that decision, but <laughs> the other two, they take the cake for me. Mago, I don't know if Mago's going to let you continue on in this show. You just effed off his number one diva. That's fine. No competition then. No? All mine. They're all yours. All right. This is a very special episode of A Shot of Wrestling. We're go- we have a long weekend to cover, so we're going to take you on hopefully a 90-minute maybe two hour journey on here because this is what happened in wrestlemania weekend so if you weren't there we're gonna make you feel like you were there and it started off friday night with nxt takeover now dick i know you're a big fan of nxt you've caught up on all the episodes now right i haven't seen every nxt episode but i started watching a few from last year and then to kind of bring myself up on track with everything i watched the uh, best of nxt special that they oh. had so, so i was caught up with all the really main storylines and the best matches that they have and then since then since the start of uh, 2016 i've been watching all of the shows that's a good way to get into nxt mago you're not a big nxt like follower no you should watch the best of nxt good tip good tip dick uh so walk us through what happened what how was nxt for you well, the first thing I'd like to talk about is Corey Graves, the announced team from mm. NXT. Um, one of, I mean, 
for people who watch NXT, they'll all tell you that Corey Graves is great. He's a great announcer. Yeah, I like he's, him. He's great when he does his heel promos as an announcer, yeah. such as like when Eva Marie comes out. Ugh. And of course, everybody loves to hate Eva Marie because she doesn't really have the best. Let me tell you, I think people probably hate Eva Marie because of Corey Graves. And it's getting over because of that guy. It. It could be. He, I, I agree with you, but is, I also do think her lack of skills in ring do play a part. But she is very pretty to look at, and I will agree with Corey Graves that when Eva Marie comes out and is on that stage walking down the ramp, you uh-huh. shut up and you appreciate oh. the beauty that is on that ramp. But that's the that's the beauty about Corey Graves, yeah. if you will. He's able to do things like that as an announcer, but when the matches are going on, and when you're really in a serious moment watching two people go at it, he'll uh-huh. give you that in-depth analysis of the match. He'll call it as it's and going on. he used to on. be a wrestler before, right? He, he got did, injured for yes. He did. And then he made that transition, and I think that's what helps him be yeah. so good at what he does as an announcer. I could tell because he kind of takes into his own perspective. Like, you know, for you who don't know what's going on right now in this yeah. wrestling match, like, this is what he's thinking. This is what why he's doing this to weaken his opponents to set him up for this move and he's telling a story with the moves yep which is something that i mean i wish the main roster could do yep and speaking of the main roster a lot of people if you go online and you see people talking their dream announce team to have for raw every week would be maro ranallo from he's smackdown pretty good too. yeah he is very good. good with Corey graves and have them oh, as the announce team i could see that i could totally see that they i think they would work well with each other yeah and the fir- uh, one of the first matches that started off NXT, I started watching little little pieces of it while I was in my Motel 6 in WrestleMania weekend on the outskirts of Dallas. Um, the Revival showed, to me, really, like, something I haven't seen in a while, but really what a heel tag team should do in the match. Like, they went out of their way. Like, their big shtick was, I'm going to isolate my opponent. I'm going to keep them on my side of the ring. I'm not going to let them make that tag. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to lie, cheat, or steal, like Eddie Guerrero used to say, to make sure that my opponent does not make that tag. And literally, they did everything. Like, And surprised the hell out of me. Like, There was one spot where one of them got knocked out of the, ro- knocked out of the ring. Two of them were fighting just when you thought his opponent... Um, who, who were they uh, fighting? American Alpha. American Jason Alpha. Jordan and Chad Gable. All right. Gable was the one. He's the black guy. Right? Uh, the, that's, that's Jason Jordan. Okay. So Jason Jordan was waiting for the tag. Mm-hmm. All right. And he's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. Finally, when you think he's going to get the tag out of nowhere, the, the guy just crawls under the ring and pulls him off the apron. And he misses his like that. It's just great booking. Great way to. I mean, they lost the, the titles that night, mm-hmm. but it was a great way to lose and still put your team over as one of the best heel tag teams that I've seen in a long time. And I think it's also important to point out that when you have a heel tag team that works so well like that, that when the face team finally gets that hot tag, the crowd loses. Yes! You get so sucked in. And especially with American Alpha, when Jason Jordan, when he gets pumped up, he's great to watch. He's a great entertainer. He has great athleticism. American Alpha, they definitely deserve to be the NXT Tag Team Champions right now. They're going to put on some good matches, and I'm excited to see what that tag division has in store. Yeah. I like their story on uh, Breaking Ground, too. Like yes. You saw them coming mm-hmm. up, and now to see them actually get that spot in the tag team division in NXT. It's pretty cool. A match everybody's been talking about. Sami Zayn 
and Nakamura. I mean, so King of Strong Style. King of Strong Style. Who is this guy? Do you, I, I don't know too much about the NXT world, so fill me. Who's this Nakamura everybody's he, so excited about? This was his NXT debut. Okay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I So made, first match goes straight into a pay-per-view. Straight into a pay-per-view. Awesome. It was, um, if I'm not mistaken, he's coming out of New Japan Pro Wrestling, I mm-hmm. believe. I know he's had some matches with AJ Styles over there overseas, which as recently as in January or February, I was reading online and... Just like the match he had with Sami Zayn this past weekend, that match is also being considered a contender for match of the year as well. This guy just seems to put on what people consider to be instant classics. He's that good in the ring, and he's that much of an entertainer. And I must say, after what I saw at TakeOver Dallas, that I'm very excited to see what he brings. Yeah, I think he's a great addition to the NXT roster. MJP, did you see this... this this strong style what do you call it strong style strong that's, style that's what it's called that's what they call it i've heard about it i heard a lot about cheesecake knock him over um <laughs> shinsky that's what i said cheesecake knock him over <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see the match we'll see what happens um yeah, whatever again I, I was in my motel six i think we were waking up the next morning this was on saturday morning um jonathan mohall friend to the show Says like, yo, everybody is on the net saying, you know, this is match of the year. I was like, what are you talking about match of the year? Like, this is even pre-WrestleMania. I'm like, match of the year hasn't even happened yet. You know, it's going to happen tomorrow night. And I wake up and I was like, all right, let me see this shit. And it was the first time I saw Nakamura. And I just think he has a different style that we haven't seen before. He has like this drunken Japanese wrestler style, which is different. His personality, the way he brings himself to the very ring, the way he carries himself, yes. Very yeah. charismatic, very different from stuff that we've seen uh, in the WWE as of recent. So right. you think, see good things for Cheesecake Knock Him Over? Um, I do. I do think good love things. Cheesecake. And I love Cheesecake. Just to point out... That would be a great chance to start <laughs> at the NXT. <laughs> Let's go, Cheesecake! I know um, later we're going to talk more about... Uh, uh, night with JR that I was at while in Dallas. But uh-huh. while we're here on the topic of NXT, JR was telling us that uh, he was there. He was ringside at TakeOver Dallas. Oh, Triple yeah. H had given him tickets. He oh, was wow. sitting there ringside. And he told all of us, all of the all of the wrestling promotions that he's involved with worldwide right now, he told us that NXT is the best wrestling going on right now. That, that is where you're going I to agree. see the best wrestlers, the best matches. And I agree with him. We're seeing right now WrestleMania 20 history right now. Big Show and John Cena. Yes, this is for this the is, United States Championship on this one. Yes, yeah. it is. John Cena's first WrestleMania and first title. Oh, really? Historic night for Historic, John Cena. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good pick. He looks a little smaller. This John Cena. Who is this guy? I predict big things for this guy right here. This. This you, is, you heard it first. This is my favorite John Cena, the Doctor of Thugonomics. Oh, that's right. He had and that gimmick for a while. I will talk more later when we get to. Uh, Wrestlemania about something I was hoping that John Cena would have done. Alright, we'll get there. Um, just one point on the the cheesecake guy right here. Cheesecake, yeah. Cheesecake, yeah. cheesecake knock him over. Okay. <laughs> just one last thing. Um, I, I thought it was really interesting how Sami Zayn was and the commentating team, the booking on the match, they were really selling the kicks of the strong style yes. that he has. Yes. And I mean, when he actually hit it, it they, they didn't look that dangerous to me. But the way that they were selling it and the way they were building to these kicks. Like, I've never seen this guy wrestle before, but I was like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see when one of these kicks hit. 
It really reminded me of like the last time I saw it was when people were selling the suplex from Brock Lesnar. Like it's yep. all suplex city now. Everybody wants to count them. You know, there was a counting clock at WrestleMania, you know, every yeah. suplex that, that he hit. But it's a simple move. But if everybody commits to it, your opponent, the commentating, they get the fans behind it. They don't just give it away. You could actually build some great heat behind just simple moves. Like when was the last time you actually saw someone deliver a, a, their finisher and actually win a match? Like nowadays, everybody's kicking out of finishers. Yep. You know, so I really appreciated that from Cheesecake. And um, I'm excited to see what else happens. Um, the main event. What did you think about that? The main event. I myself, I am a big fan of both guys who are in the main event. Uh, You're wearing Samoa one Joe. of their shirts yes, right Samoa now. Yes, Joe. I'm wearing, I'm wearing his shirt right now, the submission specialist. All right. Him and Finn Balor, I'm both big fans of. And the first match they had at TakeOver Uh-oh. London. Uh-oh. Here we go. Yeah, MJP likes marking out to certain songs. He does. I can, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> Well, Very we're fitting. We're talking. Wow, a, we're, talk, we're talking about good wrestlers right now. Though. <laughs> ooh, ooh. But uh, that main event, they the first match that they had at Takeover London a couple months ago was was a phenomenal match. And after that match was over, Balor retained his title, and he said that he didn't win that match. He survived. All right. And this match was no different. It was just going at it, just one hundred percent, both of them giving it their all. The only problem. Ruthless aggression. The only problem with this match, though, was during one of the moves, Samoa Joe ended up getting a cut above, I believe it was his left eye. Okay. And he was bleeding a bit. It was it was to the point where it was dripping down the side of his face and onto his chest. It looked like a decent amount of blood, but not to the point where it was affecting his vision, really affecting his ability to perform. Uh huh. But. Constantly throughout the match, they kept interrupting and stopping the fight so they could wipe the blood off him. Samoa Joe was clearly well, we're PG now, so you can't see blood. And the funny thing about that is that the crowd was getting very upset because oh, the yeah. flow of the match was being completely ruined by this. Mm. And there were chants of "Let Joe bleed, let Joe bleed." Nice one. And after about like the fourth or fifth time that they stopped the match to wipe him down. The crowd actually started chanting, fuck PG. Fuck oh. PG. And the, the crazy thing about that is I didn't get to watch the, um, the event live. Right. I watched it um, about an hour or two after. By the time we got to the main event match, it was already about three hours past the show it ended. And I was surprised that they didn't edit out that chant. That, that was still there on the mm. WWE Network. If you watch the show now, okay. I believe it's still there too. You could hear that during the main event. Nice. I mean... In a way, you, you're, you're actually adding, in my opinion, a little realism to the show. Because if someone's bleeding, you want to have medics attend to it. And you're selling the reality of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if they did let them bleed, you, it'll be a great visual. But if you really want to sell, like, the how bad it was getting a medic to tend to someone's injury, in my opinion, could actually put the guy over and actually show how, you know, really messed up. Finn Balor got Samoa Joe. That's just my opinion. Any thoughts, Michael J? Totally agree. Yeah. So, so in a way, PG era sucks, but it, it sometimes sells a match. Um, so that was NXT. I mean, some of the great things happened, but we have a long show ahead of us. Um, we want to recap everything that happened WrestleMania weekend. We're moving on to WWE Access. I wasn't a part of WWE Access this year. 
Um, Michael J., did you miss it? Did you like going to Access? I didn't miss it too much, no. No, I mean, they have some cool stuff. So, um, Dick actually went to Access. I did. I had, I had. This is your, your first access. access. My first, my first access. My first. It's like you did everything. Weekend. Yeah, you did it all. So tell us a little bit about it. What were the highs? What were the lows? I know there's sometimes a lot of long lines in access. What was one of the lines that was definitely worth waiting on, and maybe some one, that didn't deliver. Unfortunately, one of the longer lines there was to meet uh, Alexa Bliss. She was really there. yes, and the probably made her feel really nice and. <laughs> I really wanted I wanted to meet her, but we had the tickets for the later showing hey, on Friday. Hey, Alexa, if you're listening, I have Dick here who wants to make sure you feel really nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you ever need a massage, just let me know. I could, I got you. He didn't pick you on his top three, but he, he could change some things around for you. I could. <laughs> well, we were talking WWE divas, not NXT. Okay, okay, right? that's true. But um, that was one of the things I wanted to do, but... It was already kind of late. We were getting close to the time the show was closing, so I wanted to go around, get see everything. Uh, my my favorite thing that we did when we were there, they had an announce table set up. Oh yeah, with uh with a backdrop of mm-hmm. like a WrestleMania sign in the crowd, cool. and the way that they took the pictures there, the way they had the lighting set up, that once you were sitting behind the table, like it looked pretty real, like the yeah. crowd behind there, and I I like that. That was a cool picture that I got there from there. And that was actually where, at the Superstore at Access, that was where I bought my Smoking Skull Belt that weekend. Okay, so you were already marking out to the whole event this weekend, and you were like, I need to get on this picture. It it only made sense to get the Smoking Skull Belt. You posted that on on Facebook, right? I did, I did. And And if we wanted to follow you on Facebook, where would we go? You would, I don't have a page, but you could could find me on Facebook as uh, Richard, and then my last name, which I would tell you is uh, Stasheski, if you can... Oh, God. If you could could figure out how to spell that, like I'll give you, I'll give you a cookie. I'll give you some kind of prize. (laughs) All right, some kind. Yeah, I did see that picture. I thought it was really cool. Uh, You sold it. You definitely, you, Rosa, and Jeff were right there in commentating. Definitely looked like you were probably commentating one of the best matches in WWE history. And then this guy Todd. Was yes. right behind. Is he homeless? Was he wandering around? Did like, you know who is this guy? Uh, he's not homeless. You no, know who he was? he's not. He's a he's a he's a big Eugene fan. He he's ruined the picture. Fan. He were like he he didn't even look like he was part of the crowd. He's leaning on Jeff, and it's like he totally ruined kayfabe on that whole picture for you. No, we invited him. He, he was given some good input on the match. He was. Well, you needed us. to send him in. Is what you need. But he he felt like he was out of the picture. Like. Without him, I would have been like, I totally could tell these guys are, are, are commentating a match. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. <laughs> but we move on from access to the WWE Hall of Fame. Now, this is one of Michael J's favorite nights. Yeah. You go on record saying you love hearing the stories. Yeah, I like being there. It's fun. It's, good. it's fun to watch. You've been to a few Hall of Fames. A few great ones, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you're part of history. So what did you think of this one? It was right. Didn't like it. What? It wasn't. Did it leave a bad taste in your mouth? You got an ugly face, like it did. No, just can't breathe. Just the allergies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The class wasn't impressive to start with. Uh, Ric Flair spent most of his induction speech putting over his daughter. <laughs> he just rambled on. I think. <laughs> Look at my baby girl, Charlotte. Woo! I mean, you gotta watch her tomorrow, WrestleMania. Woo! <laughs> get the rambling on. I think he had a few too many cocktails back there in the green room. I mean, he had a too many shot of wrestling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, it was right. It, it didn't 
there was nobody I was looking forward to, so I didn't really watch all of it. Um, the main marquee person was Sting. Who I don't. Really John care. Cena just won the U.S. Championship for the first time. Is this the first time he won it? First this time ever. Yeah. First time. Oh, that's awesome. And he used brass knuckles to do it. All right. <laughs> she to win that fucker. Um, Sting officially announced his retirement. Boom. Which is something we knew a while ago, so I guess yeah. he's made it official. We actually talked about it in 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 the news a few weeks ago here. Yeah. So and was, that was the Hall of Fame. That was the Hall of Fame in a nutshell. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nothing exciting. Nobody cool. Nothing of note happened. All right. So uh, good time for a break. Time to refill. Use the bathroom. When we come back, we're going right into WrestleMania. Let's go on a good song. Here we go. Awesome. Did it now. Chaos, you should have put this one in the vault, man. They not ready. They don't know what's coming, man. Are we gonna drop this on them right here? Y'all ain't ready for this. Y'all ain't ready for none of this. Your boys are bad, man. Then we invading the streets. Make them clap a rapper's skirt. They be dropping the heat. Shock the world. Now I'm standing alone. I flip fools like them clamshell cellular phones. You can't help but nod your head to the track. Fuck the water down rap. We be taking it back. Give it to me straight. Ain't no chasing it. Check yourself in the mirror. Ain't no Cause you playing the role and you planning to fold It's the master plan, we got the planet on hold We all over the streets like your favorite sneaker Breaking up your sound like a drive-through speaker Everything that I be spitting is strong After I rock, fast forward through the rest of the song We the monkey wrench that's gonna ruin your plan And don't fuck with John Cena, I'm a bad man Come on, man. 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 Mike in my hands, I'm a bad man Even in the fight with my hands, I'm a bad man Living in the streets all my life, I'm a bad man I'm a bad man, I'm a bad man the mic in my hands, I'm a bad man. Even in the fight with the hands, I'm a bad man. Living in the streets all my life, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. We devils, rocking ambient levels. We set loose among hot tunes to instrumentals. And cats got one liners. I drop several. Man, I think it's one of you choose. Losing progress or running in place. We making moves. And y'all settle. I rip rappers and take responsibility for making future Hall of Famers look third rate. Y'all are lost for words like conversation on your worst first date.
cause I'm a bad man. Living in the streets all my life, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Almost don't want to come back. That's a great song. <laughs> that was a very good song. I have that album at home. All right, welcome back to another shot of wrestling. A shot of wrestling. Brought shot to you of wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> we are moving on to WrestleMania, and uh, we're going to do something a little bit different. This show, we're we're giving out awards. Awards. Yes. Who doesn't this, like awards? Who doesn't like an award show? Everybody loves the Slammies. I love award shows. Yeah. So, on this show, we're giving up pop awards. Right here in the wrestling cellar, Michael J. Party's apartment, he collects these little pop toys. Do you collect pop toys? I do collect pop toys, actually. What what kind do you collect? I have the Pulp Fiction set. Okay. I have the Shaun of the Dead set. Recently, I just acquired the whole Batman versus Superman set. No wrestling pops? Unfortunately, I don't, because I, think... I was never presented with an opportunity where I'd be able to purchase all of them. I gotta have the whole set if I get one. Well, you gotta start somewhere. There's multiple sets. Yeah, you gotta start somewhere. Little by little, you could get the whole set. Um, but the Pop Awards are gonna be given out. Undertaker Pop Evolution. is gonna represent... Evolution, such a badass man. They are. They're the fucking loss of the Shield. That's why we're wa- watching right now, WrestleMania Wait, 20. That's who won? The Shield won? In that matchup, they did overall DX won. Ah. Anyway, we're sorry. Back, Back to, to the, the Pop, Pop Awards. Are you ready? Are you ready? There's Pop Team Evolution. <laughs> um, so Pop Taker is going to represent the best match of the night at WrestleMania. The Macho Man, Randy Savage. Pop will represent the best costume of the night. Everybody had new costumes, new gear at oh, WrestleMania's. Are you calling it costumes? Costumes, gear? Attire. Attire. Gear, whatever. Hey, Dick, what the best costume? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Hulkster pop will represent who got who got the best pop of the night. The biggest pop will go with the Hulkster on that one. And finally, the WrestleMania moment of the night will be represented by Andre the Giant pop. No, are we giving this out collectively or each our own? So as we go through the card. And we discuss what our thoughts were at WrestleMania 32. If you strongly feel that whatever we're talking about deserves one of these pop awards, just chime in and tell us why. And the other two will either agree or Or disagree on your motion. So get us started, Dick. The (laughs) pre-show, what do you got for us? The pre-show, well... For those who were lucky enough to attend WrestleMania, the uh, the pre-show you didn't really get. Why to would see you be it. lucky? Tell I mean, you were there. Tell people who weren't there why. If you were lucky to be in Dallas AT and T Stadium during this pre-show, why? The atmosphere, the atmosphere alone, the energy from Fuck the crowd. That. The reason you're lucky if you were there was because you had to wait online. 
to get into this freaking stadium. It's How true. long was that line, bro? That line, we wrapped around about three or four times. I was able to finish a whole tall boy before even getting halfway through the line. I wish I was chilling with you because my boy, Michael J. Putty, was like, yo, bro, Abel, the line's right over here. You know, you got you to gotta throw away your shit, you know. Just throw away here. We're going to go in. I was like, okay, Mike, let me throw away my two big drinks. Because we're, we're, we're not used to staying on these lines. We go right in. <laughs> and l- let truth be told, I should have listened to Dick over here. Because Dicky was not tricky. And he had his mangarita ready to go. Because we're, we're on the wrong line. We were definitely on the wrong line. We just line. hung out with him for no reason. <laughs> no offense. Everybody wants to hang out with Slick Dick and his client Bacon. Everybody That's does. right. Everybody does. All right. So if you missed it because you were waiting online at WrestleMania 32, tell us what happened in the pre-show on the WWE Network. Uh, from what I heard, apparently the uh, the Total Divas team won that tag match. Uh, you all see the picture of uh, Lana? I did oh, see the great, picture of Lana. Great. Back. That's, the that, o- that's the only thing really worthy of talking about from the pre-show, that picture of Lana. She had such a great costume. So sparkly and pretty. <laughs> it, it was tight in the right places. <laughs> but uh, other than that, though, uh, Kalisto retained his title. The- that was a good match. I got. I mean, they definitely told the David versus Goliath story very well on that. Uh, Kalisto was being pummeled by Ryback. I did see that, but there was no one in the stadium to look at it. Yeah, like I think and there were more people on Raw than there were in that stadium during that match. Yeah, the, that that's very true, and it's a shame because I do like the U.S. Championship. I do think it has a nice little history behind it, and it deserves better than being in a pre-show like that. I think. I mean, for a while, while Cena was United States champion, it was one of the hottest championships to hold. The Cena Open, right? Give yeah. give Cena all the flack you want, the internet wrestling community, everybody. But when Cena had the U.S. belt, he made it very interesting. And that was one of the segments you looked forward to because a lot of the matches that went on during that U.S. Open Challenge were great matches. Uh, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, some, those are just some of the few. At a shot of wrestling, we're big John Cena fans. So, are you are a we? Cena fan? I am a Cena fan back when he was the doctor of Thugonomics. That was when I was so a, a no. real Cena. That's a no. No, he doesn't like I don't no. know. It's he not doesn't. a no. Because he actually grew on me later after the Thugonomics thing. It's not a no because I don't hate Cena like everybody else does. I'm indifferent towards him. I'd rather see younger talent go over him. But I don't mind seeing Cena at an event. I still enjoy his matches. Like his recent matches with Seth Rollins, those are some A1 matches. They were good. A1. Do you think it's because of Seth Rollins, though? I think they work well with each other. The man that retired Sting. The man that retired Sting, yes. (laughs) Wow. Add that to the resume, And then Vacant took Seth Rollins' title. I I don't don't know what you talk about. But I'll tell you something (laughs) I I did know. I knew that uh, Lita unveiled the new women's title. So we talked about last week. We thought it was going to be on Monday Night Raw, but no, it was this week. No. Um, I think she keeps, like, unveiling it. Like, did she unveil yeah, it again they, on uh, they, Raw? No, the Raw was the official ceremony. Oh. Yeah, they unveiled it at the pre-show for when nobody was in at and Stadium. And may, then... Maybe that's why it came up again on Raw. Yeah. I think it was at, like, the 9 o'clock hour they did it or something like that. Uh, Dullies versus Usos was also part of the pre-show. How was that match? Didn't get to see that one either. Didn't but get I did get inside the stadium by the end of that match to hear the Usos music playing at the yeah. end one. Well, that was the pre-show. 
Now, let's get ready to start mm-hmm. WrestleMania 3. Did you, you made it to your seats by this time? Yes. Top of the I was, show? I was in my seats before the opening of the show started. Okay. Did you guys see the fireworks? I know uh, Jeff loves seeing fireworks. Fifth Harmony? Fifth Harmony, I didn't see, though. Yeah. Okay. They're falling. Well, I heard them. I just wasn't sitting down yet. That was when I was in line for the bathroom. Yeah. So, you guys know we waited online with Dick over here. Um, it was a long line. And all of a sudden, as we get to the end of the line, it just falls apart. Like, out of nowhere. It I just actually, fell apart. I actually got into AT&T Stadium without them wanding me down. Like, I walked Real? up to them and, like, I had the belt and they were like, just, just, just go. Vince McMahon was, like, was really? probably, okay. like, hot on this and was like, get them son of a bitches in the stadium. Yeah. While I gotta start my show. While no chance was blessed in the right? background. But, yeah, we got to... I guess your end of the line and then we realized we didn't need to stand on line and they told us to go through another entrance and there was no line in there AT&T Stadium is by far the best stadium I've ever been in it's beautiful it is great dude they were selling sushi at our concession stand sushi there was a little Asian man that's cool though selling sushi it's around nothing it's just open field there's nothing around it yeah, and when you drive by it, even when you're standing right in front of it, it looks photoshopped. It looks like I'm looking yes. at a fake photo. Yep, doesn't look real. So I'm actually standing inside of it. I think I think it's just the stadiums and the arenas in Texas. Because when I was at Raw on Monday night at the American Airlines Center Arena, whatever it's yeah. called, that was Center. beautiful. I was corrected many times by Michael J. during that weekend. It was beautiful inside there as well, and they had sushi and even Pizza Hut as wow. well. Wow, yeah. yeah, great, great stadium. So everybody made it to their seats, and then. We hear this. So that first match, Michael J. Putty, Michael, my WrestleMania moment, that your very own. Yeah. How did you feel, bro? I felt like there were tears in your eyes. You couldn't breathe for a moment. I can't breathe now. Um, it's like a crazy. But uh, yeah, it's, it was just my onto the giant WrestleMania moment of the night. That's are, are you are you nominating yourself? For, this is the moment, the WrestleMania moment. Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship, yeah. That is the WrestleMania, my, boys. My WrestleMania moment of the night. Right. You guys can give it out however you want. What do you think? Are we giving out our own awards? Or is this something there's just one award on the table. That's why I asked before. There's just one Andre the Giant award on the table. 
Yeah, the moment, the moment Michael awesome. J. Putty just nominated Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship as the WrestleMania moment. My what do you think? My WrestleMania. No, moment. this is our. We're, we're a group. Anyway, we're a threesome. We're ready to go. So, do you agree? Ah, uh, I don't think I can have that as for what I would say would be the WrestleMania moment. Ooh. Sorry, I Michael J. I can't. I was thinking, what if, what if Zack Ryder won, but I never really said sell it. Sell it to me, sell it to me. Why? Because that would never have happened, and lo and behold. Nobody thought it would happen. It was awesome. I think last week we were sitting here, and we were talking about what are the odds that Zack Ryder would win? Slim to none. He got put in last minute. He won cleanly over, well, quote-unquote, cleanly over Chris Jericho the night before. He was on a roll. He's not going to win. No, no chance no. in hell. You, uh, we, we said, Zack Ryder, go on to the show, have no, a good time. Have a moment. And that just enjoyed being on the WrestleMania card. He listened yeah. for the first time ever to his own song at a WrestleMania. Yep. That that was big. That's awesome. First, in, in 12 years in WWE, this is the first time Zack Ryder listened to his own theme song come through at WrestleMania. His music hit, you see a cloud of my shape. I just went beeline for the <laughs> ring. And... Um, Got as close as I could, and security did not stop me. And I got pretty close. Got some nice pictures, and uh, woo, 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 you know it. We are going to post this video. Oh, man. I, uh, someone was just making out with your girl on TV, by the way. WrestleMania 20, Chris Jericho was making out and with your girl. Dick didn't even bet an eye. Wow. Crazy. Um, but yeah, like busy. I was too busy watching. <laughs> That's why we haven't heard too much from, from Dick over here. He's yeah. too busy watching uh, Trish. Busy watching Trish. But... Uh, like MJP said, he marked crazy out. We're going to post his video on our Facebook because you all have to see this guy got close. He went by security. He like went by security guard by security guard. Nothing was stopping him. He was getting all the way to ringside to snap a picture of Zack Ryder with his new Intercontinental Championship belt. And here is the green man, green as all hell. Walking right behind him, videotaping this, and no one's saying anything to me. I didn't me. know you were behind me. I didn't even know you followed. No, you he, were just... He was two in the moment. He was... That he was, was... two in the moment. Maybe that was your WrestleMania moment. I don't know if that was the WrestleMania moment. <coughs> I have to agree okay. with you there. That's you fine. Green men. There's another moment that's going to come on later. Maybe you and I could agree that that may be the WrestleMania moment down the line. We'll see. We'll but it's two against one, so that's, that's not how it works. It's a collective unity. We got to all agree. Okay, you so, just said it yourself. So I think majority. But if we, yeah, I think majority, majority, majority sounds. We got to sell it to me later. You got to sell it to me. I will. Hopefully, my moment will win. Is it the best fucking costume? <laughs> Gear. <laughs> Gear. Attire. <laughs> oh, jeez, guys. Oh, jeez, guys. Hitting on the green man. Um. If you want to know where we were seated, seated after this match, you got a, a little snapshot of uh, the Green Man section. We were actually uh, to stage left of the foreign announce table with Funaki. Funaki was sitting. Isn't it stage right? Huh? Isn't it stage right? Stage. No, from the stage looking out to the audience or vice. Rich. Aren't you I believe a drama Abel, guy? I, believe, I think Abel got So looking out to the... Yeah. So you're on the stage looking out to the audience. Yeah. So we're stage right. 
So we're stage right. I think he has. He's correct. Yeah. So it's stage right. Sorry. Can't have that for the hair of the dog next week. All right. Um, so stage right. That's where the green man section. Why can't you hear the dog already? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was really where the green man section was. That's probably the closest the camera got all night to us. Uh, you didn't see where we were at all. But if you wanted to know where we were, that's where. We, uh, Dick, where were you guys? We were we were directly in front of the stage. Normally, where the field goal post would be, we were in the front row of the section over there, not floor, but one level above. It's always great to have the front row. Yes, yes, it is. Plenty of leg room. Yeah. There. Next thing to having the front row would be having aisle seats, which is what we had out of nowhere. Yeah. Aisle seats out of nowhere. Because uh, our seats started at, it was three, four, and five, mm-hmm. but it was by the stairs, so we missed out on seats one and two. Gotcha. There was this guy who thought he had the whole freaking row with his freaking kids. Yeah, it didn't happen. I hate those kids. Yeah, kid. You have everything on this row except these three seats. They're ours. They're the green man's. They belong. Get four seats to me. <laughs> That's the whole fucking row. <laughs> but uh, our section was very electric. We got great neighbors, except the, the kids who kept wanting to stand up and go to the bathroom every two seconds. Or just fucking walk around. That's all they wanted. Can I get up, please? Excuse me. Man money Mr. Goes, green Man. Except that our section was freaking awesome. Like I said earlier, there was a dad with a six-year-old kid on the front row at their first WrestleMania. We met a trainer behind us who uh, actually trained Goldust and oh. Cody Rhodes. Um, a, a year back, we took some pictures. I could show you later nice. on the side of the Very show. Nice. But um, we're g- let's listen to some of the things that were going around in our section because we did a little interviews. So away we go. Go. We are here at WrestleMania 32 at a shot of wrestling. We have a neighbor, a neighbor who is popping his WrestleMania cherry. Neighbor, where are you from? What's your name? Dallas, Texas, baby. You know what I'm saying. And what's your name? Brave. Seawalk, baby. Seawalk. What made you come to this WrestleMania? What was it that made this WrestleMania the one to come home to? Well, they came to my city, you know what I'm saying? They got the rock here, me and the rock. You know, that's really my stepbrother. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, they came to D-Sound. I had to come out here and see it, you know what I'm saying? It's the shit right here, man. It's all day, every day. All right, and we are here at WrestleMania 32. We're ready to rock. How do you feel about popping your WrestleMania cherry here at WrestleMania 32, my man? Man, I feel great, man. I'm ready to scream and holler. I might faint when I see the rock, to tell you the truth. I might just pass out. <laughs> awesome. Thank who, you. Who, who looking forward to seeing tonight? I'm looking forward to man. I want I want to see Roman Reigns, but I'm really curious what they're gonna do with Undertaker, man. They better not do my boy dirty. They can't do my boy dirty, man. They better not do it. We are going to find out here on a shot of wrestling. We are here at a shot of wrestling with Tony. Where are you from, Tony? I'm from Fremont, California. And this is your third WrestleMania. Yes, sir. Tell me what attracted you to come to Dallas, Texas. Well, I figured this is going to be The Undertaker's last match, so I made my travel plans. It's not going to be his last match. He's got at least one more in him. So what are you most excited to see this year? Uh, the triple... Uh, the Hell in the Cell match, the Triple Threat Divas match, 
I'm excited for it all, man. All right, we're here live in Ashara Wrestling with Danny from California. Woo! Last words. It's going to be a great show. They wouldn't let Bob Acklin in the VIP lounge. They shut him down. He had no credentials. We're here live at Ashara Wrestling at WrestleMania 32 with... Max. From... Brooklyn, New York. This guy in the house, and, and we are coming live from WrestleMania 32. This guy has been to more than one WrestleMania. Tell me which WrestleManias you've been to. Matt Square Garden, two times, WrestleMania 10 and 20, and I went to WrestleMania number 29 in Jersey. What is your favorite WrestleMania of all time? Of all time. WrestleMania number, well, what I experienced, number 20, WrestleMania number three is my favorite. Number and, three. And why is that? The Rick of the Dragon, Macho Man, Randy Savage match. Legends match at WrestleMania 3. Thank you, my man. We're here live at a shot of wrestling at WrestleMania 32. Any last words? Let's have it, and let's have a good time. That's all I can say. What are you looking forward to tonight? Um... A peaceful event. Hopefully to see Undertaker lose. Oh, <laughs> burn. Has to lose. All right. Let's see if it happens, fans. Let's happen. Let's see it happen. Put your Facebook. And that's what was going on in our section. Very lively crowd. I like that. I like that guy from Brooklyn. That's a really good place, you know. Yeah. He's been to a, a few more WrestleManias. Then you have. Yes, Hopefully, has. this has started a little addiction for you. Oh, it, it it definitely has. Slick Dick will be in Orlando. Oh, okay. I like my boy Seawalk. Seawalk starting it off with those interviews. He was literally sitting right behind us. He Great guy. Interesting, to say the least. <laughs> Definitely a Texas guy. You heard his southern drawl. Yep. You know, but probably to him, we probably had accents. He's probably like, what's up with your freaking accents? You guys sound funny to me. Coffee. Coffee with a bagel. <laughs> yeah, but he actually shared a funny, a very interesting story. Uh, he actually trained Goldust and um, Cody Rhodes back in the day. I have some pictures to show you. And you will post them on a shot of wrestling on Facebook. Um, of course, we'll get your permission, Seawalk, of course. Uh, yeah, but how was your section? My section, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it come the main event. My section was pretty dead, but I was getting flipped off and cursed at. What? In the main event, I was. May have been because of some signs that we brought with us, but we'll talk about that later. Were you being a dick? Dick? I wasn't. (laughs) Slick Dick was not being a dick. He was just sharing his very valid opinion. Oh, man. Our section was so great. Dude, I walked down into our seats and people were chanting, Green. Man rocks. Green man rocks. It could have been because I was wearing a shirt that said Green Man Rocks and marking out to myself, but it's cool that like three people were chanting that. Just three, and that's all I needed. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, But yeah, so that's what was going on in our section. We already went through the first match, which is the Jobber's Ladder match, as I like to call it. Dick? You calling Kevin Owens a Jobber? Kevin Owens is the future. The future jobber? No. <laughs> Hope not. Hope he makes it all the way to the top, man. Hope he uh, makes it to one of those will. top guys. Let's give it some time. Let's give it some time. As it'll, be, it'll be a slow burn. All right. Uh, roll us right into Jericho versus Styles, Dick. What you got? Jericho versus Styles. These are these are two guys who are very good in the ring, but the problem with this match at WrestleMania is we've seen this match three times oh already. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
And while they were both good, they both put on a good show, I couldn't help but be distracted by the giant Bootios box <laughs> being set up behind them for the new day, mainly because I saw it all. You just saw these matches on Raw. We just saw it at the last pay-per-view. So couldn't really get too involved in it, you know? Couldn't get too sucked in. So roll right into it. I mean, you saw that big bootios box, so you know who's coming up next. Oh, absolutely. Who? The New Day, of course. What did you think? Their entrance was awesome. From what I was told, I haven't watched the show on the network yet uh-huh. since being there, but from what I've been told was that they got one of the hugest pops of the night when they came out. Are they getting a pop award for the biggest pop of the night? I think I may have to give them a nomination based on that because I saw a few videos. I didn't see all of it, but the crowd was very loud when they came out. It was very loud. I thought they were a little louder for someone else. And as they come up, maybe I'll give you my nomination for who that is. Michael, do you agree? The New Day? You want to rule me out on this one? I heard of the crowd being a little louder there. I'll think about it. (laughs) <laughs> and you'll tell us after the break <laughs> No, we're not going on break It's a long show and we're just getting started Let's, let's, let's hurry this up Alright, so The New Day Did they deliver a good promo for you? I don't think they did For Wrestlemania I was expecting a little bit more Because whenever New Day cuts a promo I usually remember it And I don't remember what, what they, they talk were talking about, about it, I, I have no idea it. Dudes came out of a box Congratulations they pay tribute to uh, Dragon Ball Z. Awesome. Yep. Like that costume? I did like that costume. But I gear. have, I have okay. a different They're I have gear. a different attire in mind for the nomination for the award. You don't think oh I would have voted them for best costume, given the Macho Man Randy Savage pop award. Um but yeah, they faced the League of Nations and the League of Nations won. Can you believe that? Totally ruined my predictions. I thought the New Day was gonna go over on this all the way. Unfortunately, I, I was kind of expecting League of Nations, League of Booty, League of Booty, what they to call win, them. because originally it was supposed to be a tag team titles match, and then out of the blue, it was changed to just a regular tag match. Well, I feel like if they put the tag team titles on the line, it would have been Night of Champions, and then every title would have been on the line. Yep. So they couldn't do that. But uh, at the end of the match, Barrick explains that they are the best group, and there are no three other men that could compare to them. Lo and behold, there are three other men who could compare, and you get a nice pop. I don't, I don't think it's the, the biggest pop, but a nice pop when Shawn Michaels returned to yes. WrestleMania. This is a WrestleMania in his gear. All right. Everybody got excited about that. Followed by Mick Foley. And what I would like to nominate as the biggest pop of the night is Stone Cold Steve Austin. People went insane for this one. This is my biggest pop of the night. And let me sell it to you guys. So uh, later on in the show, I started walking the crowd, just like Green Man does. And uh, I ran into someone really cool from NXT. You may know her as uh, Bailey. (laughs) You may know her as Bailey. I ran into Bailey down there. And uh, snapped a quick little picture. And out of nowhere, she hears the glass break. She hears Stone Cold's music. And literally, whatever picture I had turned out to be a little blurry because she started screaming. She went crazy. 
Bailey was marking out to Stone Cold Steve Austin, as she should have, and everybody else was, because this is the biggest pop of the night. I nominate it as the Hulkster's biggest pop of the night. What do you guys think? I could, I could definitely, I can get behind that because I myself was losing my shit once I heard it's the glass. It's Stone Cold! It's Stone Cold! My, my smoking skull belt was definitely being waved in the air at that point. It oh, definitely yeah. was. Hell yeah, you just got a brand new belt with Stone Cold on it. Of course. You must have been like, hell yeah! And I was wearing Stone my Cole's Austin, here. I was wearing my Austin 316 shirt. Dude, too. that's two votes. Mago, Stone Cold the biggest pop of the night. I must recuse myself. I wasn't there. That was online, so I didn't hear it. Oh, sounded like, sound like a regular pop to me on the line, so I recused myself from this vote. So that's he he abstains. Two. We have a winner for the biggest pop of the night with the Hulkster Pop Award going to Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, first award given out of the night. Good job, guys. And then what happened? Well. After that, we get to what I believe to be one of the more underwhelming matches of the night. We got Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. All right. I was looking forward to this one. I was too. I thought this was probably going to be the WrestleMania match of the night. Maybe, I wouldn't say match of the year, but probably the match that was going to steal the show. Yeah, I was. They, they were building up to it pretty well. It I was, wanted to see violence, dude. That's blood. I wanted to see all of the them tearing each other apart. The weapons that were being showcased, that were given as gifts to Dean Ambrose. I wanted to see them use the chainsaw. I don't know if he was going to cut somebody's leg off or not, but I definitely wanted to see. But the, he could have uh, missed. Bat. He could have missed. Cut the steel. Could have just butted steps. it in the head with the end of it. You know where the handle was. Something. Something. We're almost getting to that, Michael. Oh, when almost. we review Raw, we'll talk a little bit about The Miz. Don't worry. We'll <laughs> get there. WrestleMania weekend. We're right now right in the thick of it. So, yeah, the, the, Ambr- the, uh, the D- what? Dean Ambrose. <laughs> too, too many shots are up for him. The Dean Ambrose match, I don't think it delivered. I don't, I don't think it delivered either. And I think it suffers from the same problem that a lot of Brock Lesnar's matches suffers from. Um, at least recently, and that's a very anticlimactic finish. My hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. Oh, Trish Stratus, Stratus just ran oh, no. down the ramp. Like ran. Baywatch styles ran down the ramp. Mm-hmm. Boobas flying and up you, and, and down. you killed that. <laughs> killed it. What a dick. Out of the other... The no, other no, 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 you were saying. I, but, okay. Yes, much... It, that match suffered from the problem that all of Brock Lesnar's matches... That stars Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Oh. And, um, Brock, the main event Lesnar, he didn't pr- produce the main event. It's just an anticlimactic finish, and it's unfortunately something that Dean Ambrose has been a part of in many other matches too that are supposed to be considered like main event status matches. Out of like he just kind of just wanders into a finisher, and that's it. I mean, the that's it. There was just so much more potential for this match. There's only two points I have to make. One, again with the low blow, like. The only way Dean Ambrose could turn the match around in his favor was when he had to, he gave Brock Lesnar the low blow. Like, that's the only thing. You think he would wear a cup by now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Start wearing a cup. Like, for real. Like, that's... You get hit in the balls every freaking time you wrestle. Like, 
it doesn't make sense to me. My second thought, Dean Ambrose would probably be, next to Brock Lesnar, the best Paul Heyman guy. Besides Curtis, uh, Kurt Axel? You think so? I mean, Kurt Axel ain't going anywhere. No point. So, but Ambrose, if he was under the tutelage of Paul E. Heyman, this guy would be the main event, not Brock Lesnar. Makes sense. Want to dive into some divas? We love diving love into divas. divas on this show. Dive right into it. Lick it um, up and down. Up, up, down, down. One of the matches I was looking forward to, maybe a match of the night contender, Ooh. was the triple threat match for the WWE Women's title. Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Sasha. The match delivered on all cylinders, um, in my opinion. And surprisingly, Charlotte walked away with the... Uh, Retired the Divas Championship and walked out the new uh, Women's Champion. So are you nominating this match for the Taker Award, the Taker Pop Award? It's one of them, yeah. I would agree with you. I think this oh, was the, the match of the night. Um, they sold the pageantry that people really look to WrestleMania matches for. The gear was on point. Uh, if you haven't watched WrestleMania, they did go into a little detail on how the Rick, the the robe that Charlotte wore was actually used and manufactured from the same robe that Ric Flair wore during his retirement match oh, well, at WrestleMania yeah, 24. Familiar, yeah. yes. So, mm-hmm. and I I love that. I love how they could bring that nostalgic moment of Ric Flair retiring and pass it on to Charlotte. It, w- it was a great match. The girls deliver. Freaking Becky Lynch got a black eye on this match. Yes, she did. It's amazing. Yeah. We're talking about match of the night for WrestleMania, the women's match. It's how far they've come. So good yep. for them. Yeah. Um, there's, a lot of con- there's a lot of contenders here, but I'm going to nominate Sasha Banks for the best costume of the night. Uh, I agree for the match of the night for the triple threat, and I agree for the attire of the night too because yeah. I don't think many people might know this but her attire was a tribute to Eddie Guerrero I didn't night. catch it until I read it on her Instagram and I will agree on Michael J. Putty so you're two for two on that oh, so sure. nice, yeah. Undertaker Papa Word goes to the Divas match at Wrestlemania for the best match of the night and the costume award the Macho Man Randy Savage Papa Word goes to Sasha Banks. So what's fucking left? Yep. WrestleMania moment. Oh, okay. WrestleMania moment is still left. Andre the Giant still kind of lonely over here. Mm. He wa- he wants to give out his award. Which led us to the next match. We got the Hell in a Cell. Shane McMahon, the Prodigal Son, versus the Dead Man. Oh, man. Wait, it's time. It's time. This was a great intro. You got your selfie stick? Yeah. You got it? So we got Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. And the the start of the match starts a, starts a little starts a little lighthearted. You know, you got Shane coming out, money falling from the ceiling. You got his kids with him. Did you catch some money? Yes, I did. You caught some money, Thick? I did. I came close. Oh, I didn't it fell down all the way up there? It wasn't all the way up there. <laughs> But I, I mean, one of the things that I didn't like, and I'll tell you right now, Shane brought his kids. I, I, I know you guys liked it. You guys liked that. The kids nice came down. Why? Why? They did, they did a little dance. Michael like, J. Why did you like it? 
What didn't you? That'd be, that'd be a short conversation. That'd be a shorter conversation. I'll tell you. I'll t- I have a good reason I'll for why. I'm very like direct it. on why I did not like the kids. The match was kids? built. Huh? You don't like kids? <laughs> those kids. Those kids. You don't like- I, don't, I don't like. Not that I don't like those kids. Sorry, Shane. I, I don't. Shane doesn't like your kids. Shane, I, I don't mean to I'll, say I don't. Me like and your Dick kids. love your kids. I'm sure Dick likes kids. Dick, I don't know. Dick loves kids. <laughs> Kids are great, especially when their uncle, their uncle Hunter, he could, you know, he could fuck you up. That's the authority. Uh, all right, heard it here first. Dick likes kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why I didn't like the kids coming down. I mean, we've been building. I mean, I thought this was going to be the WrestleMania moment. This was going to be the WrestleMania match. This was being built. I, we were so excited when uh, Shane McMahon made his return to Raw. It was great. It was awesome and. So much was to come from this match. So much carnage. So many hot, dangerous spots. Knowing Shane McMahon's history. As soon as those kids came out, all of that went out the window. All of it. Why Why would you bring your kids to see you literally die in hell in a cell? Bring. Why? Because it ain't going to happen. It's going to be a soft match. There's going to be one spot. And that is it. I come I, watch Daddy play play with the Undertaker. I don't Ooh, think so. I, dis- I disagree, and yeah. I agree with the thick SSA. So yeah, I the whole reason why I enjoyed him bringing out his kids is because if you remember the night that he came back to Raw, you remember, you remember you that remember. was <laughs> that was a pop. Now that was a pop. That was the biggest, the biggest pop of the year. And that <sighs> night when he was talking to his dad, Mr. Vince McMahon, he told him respect, Mister respect, Mister yes. <laughs> He told him the whole reason that he wants control of Monday Night Raw is because he wants to make sure it goes in the right direction because he wants to be able for his kids to have control one day, for the company to be there for them and all the other WWE Universe fans. So that's why I thought the kids were a nice touch because it showed what he was really fighting for. So Nice touch. So the E was holding true to their storytelling. Yes. Bullshit. Um, uh, the match didn't deliver, and I hated the kids. I think the match. I but Greenman likes kids. Delivered. Greenman likes kids. It's all for the kids. It's not Shane McMahon's kids. Just not when they're coming and dancing down WrestleMania like ramps. It. I like it. You're, out, you're outvoted here. All right. And now, let's get to near the end of the match when uh, Shane decides to take some cutters and cut himself out of the hell in a cell, and then proceed to climb the top that's that's how high 40 feet in the air did you guys notice the, the holes on the cell yes the cameras yeah yeah it's always there yes no the holes in the cell like for him to strategically place his foot and make an easy ascent of the cell wall no i, I just noticed the camera holes i didn't notice it oh no yeah, they I were just camera they're, holes. they're literally clear steps for him like shane put your foot here put your foot here go right. straight up go, go ahead continue but uh he climbed all the way up there and after saying a little prayer, down he went. He wanted, he wanted to drive an elbow straight through The Undertaker so he could get that win and win control of Monday Night Raw. Or his kids. But, <laughs> but lo and behold, The Undertaker had rolled off the table. You guys had the best view for that. Yes. Like, you literally yes. were looking that happened straight right in, front of, in front of you. Right yeah. in front of me. I have a pretty good Did video you, of that. Video? I was going to say that. Yes. Good zoom on your camera? <laughs> uh, didn't have to zoom all that much on there, no. No. That no. literally when I saw that spot happen on that side of the cage, I was like, dude, these guys are gonna get I hope they're videotaping it. 
because this and is the WrestleMania moment. That it was an insane moment, and that is what I'm going to nominate the Andre the Giant Pop Award for. Moment of the night. Moment, moment of, the, of night. the night. Moment of the night. I Shane will jumping off the cell. One part I'll disagree with that is because we saw it coming. It was predictable. You know, Shane was going to climb up top. You knew Shane was going to jump off their cage. It was predictable. I'm going to agree that with Dick here. I think that you said you hated it. No, I hated the intro. Kids, yeah. I hated the intro. The match didn't deliver. The match did not deliver. But when you look back at WrestleMania and you think. Just think about clips and you think of WrestleMania 32. The first moment that comes to your mind, unless you're Michael J. Putty because he loves Zack Ryder, is a lot of people because it's the biggest upset. Shane McMahon history falling off the cage. Yep. That's literally when if you would just think of one image. Ten years down the line, when you look at Shane McMahon falling off that cage, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, WrestleMania 32. I was there. Yeah. Yep. So I will agree that I think that was the WrestleMania moment of the night. I will totally agree. The match sucks. The intro to the match sucks. I don't think the match sucked, though. Let's agree to disagree. (laughs) I thought it was very slow. It didn't need to be that slow. I think the fact that they were building Shane McMahon as a striker, he could have hit a lot more strikes. He could have, but I think from now on, I think that's the pace that all Undertaker matches are going to have. Because if you remember, at the last Survivor Series... He went to go give a tombstone to Luke Harper, and he was struggling so much with that that you literally heard him say, help me. Oh, yeah? Yes. I missed that. Yes. I missed that. See, that's why we like your perspective here mm-hmm. in the show of wrestling. That's two versus one. So, the last pop award this evening is going to Shane McMahon, the Andre the Giant Pop Award goes to Shane McMahon for the Wrestlemania moment of the night. I wish we could videotape this show so you guys could see these pop awards. No, they, were, they were in a particular we, order. You better put, put them back where you got them. We, we, yeah. <laughs> you remember that order? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. If you don't in the right order, I'm going to be upset. I hope I remember. I know Andre the Giant was on the right side of your bookshelf. <laughs> but yeah. At the end, uh, Taker left his gloves in the ring. I did not notice that. Right of the next day, people are making a big deal about that. They're saying that that was never done it before. So I his last it. match because he left his gloves in the ring. That makes sense. I can see it. I, I don't think he left them in a symbolic way. To be honest with you, that he never left his love green gloves in the ring before. It, it was a it was a hard match. Maybe they, they were too tight, maybe. and there was no one else to leave them. Maybe they shrunk. His hands were sweating. Too yeah. Much. Who knows? If the, if the gloves doesn't, don't fit, you must have quit. Damn right. <laughs> Damn fucking right. Next look, match. Next match. Last match. Let's finish up WrestleMania. With two more matches. <clears throat> oh, no. Next oh. match, yeah. I don't know what he's talking you, about. You have right. the, the Andre the Giant Battle That's, Royale, the memorial. Talk match. to me. What happened? Well, that one, you had some surprise entrance there. You had a DDP coming out, Diamond Dallas Page. He was a surprise entrance. He got a good pop. He did get a nice pop. Uh, Baron Corbin. My he boy. Was, he was in the match. Baron Corbin. NXT in Baron the house. Baron Corbin. Follow WWE Greenman on Instagram. You it was know a surprise. Where my boy is, my boy. Yeah, you awesome. had uh, Tatanka was there. Tatanka, too. that was a surprise. <laughs> he was there. Me and John were like, is that, is that, is that fucking Tatanka? And then, no, that was fat Tatanka. That was. Yes, that was. <laughs> so that cool. Was, so cool. And then. Future Hall of Famer. 
the other, the less surprise entrance, which they botched at the stadium because their their graphic was put on the screen while Big Show was still making his way to the ring. Mm. And that final surprise entrance, that was that was none other than Shaquille O'Neal, Superman, Shaq. How do you think he did? He did good. I think he did all right. I don't think it was worth him being there. To be I don't. With you. I don't think so either. Well, setting up, they have a rivalry that dates back for a while. They're setting up Shaq Big Show at WrestleMania 33. I heard. Okay. Figured more breaking Summer, news. Figured be SummerSlam, but no, they're pulling it to WrestleMania. Breaking a year of this. news. I can think of other rivalries that deserve a slow burn to WrestleMania, other than Shaq Big Show. I can think of a million more, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've really not been given that many great storylines by the E, so, I mean, if this is the best they could do, at least they're moving in the right direction. I, don't I know. guess so. Those cool seats to talk to. DDP yes. back. And Baron Corbin won, of Corbin course. wins! Which was great. This is what, this is what I think the, the Memorial Battle Royal should be, putting over younger talent. This yes. should be the, the new king of the ring, giving a, a stepping stone for these young guys. Absolutely. And get your name on that cool trophy, right? Um, no, you get, it's like you, the Stanley Cup. You, you get your name on an ugly trophy. <laughs> it is an doesn't, ugly need to, trophy. doesn't need to be that big. Doesn't need to be that big. I thought me and my boy Baron Corbin were cool. I met him at uh, the Pan Lodge, another place that you guys chose Best not brisket. to meet us there. Best brisket in I've had. That's pretty good. Oh my god, that food is good. If you're Pulled ever in Dallas, too. Texas, yeah, that's what I had. Stop by the Pecan you Lodge. That's a fucking cookie. I didn't have the, the cookie. The cookie was ch- chocolate chips, peanut butter, and pretzels. What did one. you have, actually? I had you have? I had the three meat and, what was it, two sides dish. I oh. had the brisket pulled pork and the buttermilk chicken with uh, oh, nice. with some beans and I think uh, corn on the cob. I nice. it was. I had the mac and cheese. Mac and cheese was good. I tried some. Oh, that was good. I enjoyed it. Michael didn't like it that much. That's right. But uh, yeah, then out of nowhere, my boy Baron Corbin just walks in, picks up his order. And I'm like, holy shit, that's Baron Corbin. I look at Michael J. and and uh, Jonathan, and I'm like, you guys know who that was? That was Baron Corbin from NXT. And they're like, all right, cool. How's the meat? It's delicious. <laughs> I should have asked for a picture. God damn it. The agreement totally fangirled out. Oh, God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Oh, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, hey, good, good job yesterday. <laughs> Thanks, man. Then, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What do? Do I want a picture? Do you want a picture? I'll, I'll take a picture. I, I should take a picture, right? I should take a picture. Who's eating? Maybe I should wait after he eats. I should take it after he eats. Yeah, no, before yeah. he eats. Totally fangirled out. Totally, totally. Thirteen year old girl fucking Backstreet Boys. Awesome. He he is a great heel. I think he's doing a great job in NXT. And I caught him when he was going to go take a drink, uh, yeah. take another drink out of the, the soda fountain, which is a right moment to do it. Yeah. Perfect moment. He didn't pick up his food yet. His his. People weren't with him. Was by himself. Hot you know. girl. He walked in with a hot girl, though. Blonde, big tits. Really? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Good for him. Hot girl. Good for him. Yeah. What was it? NXT chick. Could have been. I don't know. Might I was have. just starring out on Byron Corbin. But yeah, we took a picture together. He uh, put his arm around me. I told him, you had a great match yesterday. You did a great job, Baron. He was like, thanks, man. He's like, nice to meet you. Damn right, Baron Corbin said, nice to meet you. <laughs> he didn't know I was the green man, but hell yeah, it's nice to meet me, Baron. Congratulations, you won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Said it all in one breath, you're welcome. Yes. As we were leaving, though, he kept looking at Abel. <laughs> I missed like, that. I was like, the story continues because I wanted to post a picture as soon as it happened, and I was like, 
let me be respectful. Let him finish his food. I don't want to post move. it. Classy move. And I don't want to be like, all right, Baron Corbin is at the Pecan Lodge. People follow the Green Man who were at uh, WrestleMania. I didn't want him to like invade and be like, Baron Corbin, I want a picture. The table, the table across from him was trying to take a picture. They're trying to do it like slyly on the down the down low, but, but it was like, they're politely, not being sly at all. Politely not. Yeah. I can show you later, but it's very awkward. But you took a picture of them. No, I thought about it, but I was like, these guys suck. Yeah, Baron Corbin. Awesome. I hope he does some good things now. He's in the main event roster. I think he will. Because I think, like like, uh, like Mike said, I think they're going to start using the Battle Royale as a as a stepping stone for young talent to give them a nice little push. Yeah, like, like a modern-day King of the Ring. Yep. Yeah. Good point. We made some history, Michael. Michael. Yeah, as usual. As Tell usual. us about our history. As usual. Um, the Rock came down. To make the attendance that everyone knew was coming, they set a WrestleMania attendance record, beating WrestleMania three at a hundred and one something thousand. Yeah, cool, good for us. We were the three. We so were. The it was, was hundred and one <laughs> something something three. So we we, were we actually were not planning on being there. To be honest with you, we bought tickets what two three months before the show. Not even like February. Yeah. So two months before the show, and uh, we were the three. I'll give it to you. We were the three. A shot of wrestling was the last three that put us over. Good for us. Yeah. The number that would report it is being battled right now on the net. Uh, people are saying that it's 97,000 that were in attendance. I don't know. So still still a ridiculous amount of people. Um, it still would it be the number one yep. highest in attendance WrestleMania, so it doesn't matter. 97 Street. Number ten, number one. What did the WrestleMania three pull in? Uh, Ninety-three thousand. Does anyone care? <laughs> what the fucking big deal? Let them have their one hundred and one. Leave them alone. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Get a life. The E cares because they were really happy about all the money and the millions of dollars, millions of dollars. That's a good one. That they raked in. Did you know that tickets alone, just for everybody who was in attendance, everybody who bought tickets to that event. Probably StubHub bought most of them and then resold them. Fucking assholes. Hate fucking StubHub. That just the gate alone brought $17.3 million. Could be more. 101,000 people. I don't know. Yeah, I, like I, I would have thought that number would have been higher too. But that's just for the event. That's just for the event. So the Rock's in the ring doing his thing with a flamethrower, which was cool, I guess. Alright, that's cool. Yeah. Then no. complete waste of my time just happened. <laughs> what, what happened? happened? <laughs> my boy Bray Wyatt interrupts The Rock and says, "Hey there! Horrible, 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 how, how, horrible. How's it going, Rock? It's horrible, it's horrible." Bray Wyatt, aka the guy you see on the subway begging for change. <laughs> I don't beg for change. I bring right, just change stop. Just stop. to the devil. All right, we're running, we're running long here. Come on. <laughs> I will I will say this, though. That was one of the funniest lines I heard when he says, Bray Wyatt, eater of worlds, more like eater of hot pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was laughing pretty hard when he said that. Um, yeah, but my boy just interrupted that segment. I was wondering when they were going to come out. I wasn't. <laughs> and then I did kind of skip through and said that we're ready for the last match, and then you said there were two matches left. There were awesome actually guy. three left. Yeah. Because The Rock had a legitimate match at WrestleMania, and it was with Rowan. 
Good for Rowan. Rowan had a match at WrestleMania against huh. The Rock. Co-main event when you think about That's it. That's true. I mean... Loss of six seconds. <laughs> Makes sense because The Rock can't do too much. But uh, nice, well done. So what do you think the backstage politics worked out behind there? Hey, Rowan, we are going to put you in WrestleMania in a match with The Rock. What do you think about that? Great? Yeah, I'm so down with it, dude. Yeah. Totally. And you're going to lose in six seconds. I don't care. I'm in the, story, yeah. yeah, I'm in WrestleMania with and the John Rock. John Cena comes out out of nowhere to help Rock. And they kiss and make up. They're best friends again. Um, they're super friends. Bada bing, bada boom. Close guys in the room. Triple <laughs> H and Roman Reigns <laughs> have a match. <laughs> what happened, boys? Did you, did you pay attention? Were you all tired out like everybody else oh, was? Oh, absolutely not. I was, I, I was saving my energy so I could absolutely boom one of my, uh, out of room <laughs> One of my costume nominees would have been Stephanie McMahon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She Boing. was very Fine. hot that night. Very hot. Well, every night, but yeah, that night, yeah. One of the well, names. specifically that night, more so than you. That was a cool entrance. Um, I liked it. I liked it. Um, that was the main event. That was when I got cursed out. When I got people flipping me off in my section. Tell, all right, you saved the story for now. I did. I did. Tell me what happened. Why the dick get cursed out? There was there was two signs that my group had. I had an anyone but Reigns sign that okay. I had. I mean, it's been public knowledge. Everybody's been saying anyone but Reigns. Yes, so it's cool. So I don't get why people found my signs to be such a surprise. And then the other sign that we had, because we thought it was funny, was we had Roman Noodles 515. <laughs> and it's once... funny to chant, but <laughs> looking at at a sign, I, I would be like, why Why is it Roman Noodles and 316? I don't get it. 515. Oh, 515. Because 515. that's 515. That's how Seamus beat him for his title. Okay. And then, so, Roman Reigns comes out. We boo him. And then just to turn around to like try and get the crowd a little rowdy, to try uh-huh. and liven them up a bit, we show it to the crowd. And immediately okay. I have some people look at me and start clapping and cheering like, yeah, that's a good sign, man. But then there was a few like Roman Reigns. There was actually quite a few like Reign supporters in my section. Wow. And I'm assuming that's why they sucked so much. Uh, yeah, because your section sucked. I yeah. left my, my section midway through the show just to make it up. All the way up there to see you guys. You mean just around? <laughs> we were right by the entrance when we got in. We had to walk all two the way up. <laughs> you gave me the wrong section to begin with. Two twenty one. And then when I finally found you, I sat down next to you. You guys were probably the coolest four people in your section because your section sucked. Yes, yes, they did. Like but you I could hear you just, crickets. You just called Todd Scotty cool. Todd Scott was he there? Yeah, yeah. yes, he, he was, was there. Four people. Yeah, they were cool. The, and that's how much that section sucks. Wow. <laughs> that section sucks. But yeah, I showed them that sign and then those those Roman Reigns fans, like I was I was getting heckled more so than me wearing a Giants jersey to Dallas. <laughs> I was getting heckled more for the anyone but Reigns sign. People saying, Fuck Surpri- you, giving me the finger. I'm surprised you didn't get heckled for the uh, American flag instead of showing the Confederate flag in Dallas. Shit. That that was a surprise too. <laughs> more Alabama, but yeah. Oh yeah! All right. Yeah. So that was the show. We made it all the way through WrestleMania, but we're still in WrestleMania weekend. When we get back from the break, we will be talking a little bit about Monday Night Raw and the WrestleMania Hangover. This also makes Roman Reigns a three-time world champion. Congratulations, Which is Roman! Absolutely awesome. booty. Roman noodles. Roman noodles. Roman. Roman. Ah! 
What y'all say? Whoa, it's time to rock and roll. Whoa. This time I'm in control. 
Trish Stratus. Nice. Yeah. So sorry you had to listen to a little bit of that uh, Shawn Michaels what, going away speech or something. What is that? Great thing. Great song. Shout out, uh, shout out to that Eric Bischoff walkout music. One yeah, that was a good song to go out to, on the break. One too. of those guys you love to hate. All yeah. right. The Raw. The Raw. The rest. Uh, Michael. J- Michael J. I was. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Michael Cole. <laughs> Michael J. Putty. Michael Cole mentioned this Raw as the WrestleMania Hangover. Or what I like to call it, the new season of WWE. Yeah, that's what we, just, we just wrapped up a season of WWE. It's time to go into the new season. Yep. So, here we go. First of all, the commentators marked out the whole night, saying this is the mo- most ruckus crowd. And that it was. Um, so it really started with, after, what, WrestleMania 30 or 29? 29. Um, now it's just, you know, ruckus, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's a great show to be part of. I just, I didn't appreciate the commentators being like, these guys don't know who to boo. They don't know who to cheer, but they're just going to do whatever they want to do. But they booed Roman Reigns. so they, That's why they yeah. had to say that, because that's the golden child. That's the golden, the golden boy. Um, I liked, I liked uh, Roman Reigns here. That was, that was the opening segment, right? No, no, no. no the opening op- segment was uh, Vince came oh, out. Okay, go for it. Vince, it was uh, Vince and Shane. Vince came out uh, saying same thing as the commentators. Like this is the crazy crowd that says all kinds of kooky things. You guys were kooky. We were. You kooky. were there. You were there. I was there. You had a seat, and it was a great crowd to be a part of. And just as he went to go leave, Shane McMahon's music hits, and he comes out. The crowd got a nice little pop. People marking out, and because Vince doesn't like to be upstaged, he decided that he was going to give Shane McMahon control for the night. And that was how that segment ended. Is that what you got when you were there? Because on TV, I didn't see that as like Vince McMahon didn't make it very clear that he was getting control for the night. He just said, you got control of Raw. Yeah, that so was. I was, was very unclear about is it for the night or forever? Yeah, I just I just remember him saying that for the night. That was what I remember hearing yeah. him say. Okay. Um. And then, yeah, the crowd, once they heard that he was getting control for the night, we lost it. We were having fun, cheering, yelling, hooting, and hollering. And then we got into the show. Yeah. The show itself. So the New Day versus the League of Nations for the tag team titles the now. We mentioned they weren't titles. on the line during WrestleMania. So how did that come out to you? Well, the thing that caught me by surprise with that match was when they said it was going to be a Barrett who was going to be fighting in that match. Mm. I haven't seen him in action really fighting for the League of Nations in a match in a long time. Usually he's just standing out there like a cheerleader. Yeah, that's MJP's boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way Barrett. Way Barrett. Way Barrett, my boy. My boy, Way Barrett. And, um, and Michael J. Putty, my boy. The New close. Day, of course. <laughs> of course, they uh, they ended up retaining. And now that's how long they've been champs? 225 days and counting Yeah, now? that's what they said on Raw. I mean, it's been it's, a long time. It's, it's going to be the longest, one of the longest title reigns we've seen in a while. It is. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad for them as they're, they're very entertaining to watch. And, uh, but there are new tag teams coming up in the horizon. Are, so we will get to that in a little <laughs> bit. You don't know how long that will be. But exactly. the, fact, the fact that they're mentioning how long they've been tag team champions... Ha- gets me a feeling they're going to get into a little bit of a rivalry with someone that's going to take that that title away from them. Yes, very much. I so. hope 
I hope someone we talk about a little bit later gives them a little competition because yes. on the mic they definitely did. Yes. But um, but League of Nations lost. The League of Booty lost. League and of then Booty. Because Barrett was the one who took the pin, the League of Booty got very upset with him and they ended up uh, attacking him and excommunicating him after a broke kick from Sheamus. Did you like that, Michael J? No, I didn't like it. Um, I, I, I came out of it. nowhere. I wasn't like, expecting it. He's leaving when his contract's up, but that's in the summer, so I guess they gave him the early boot. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> thanks for everything, Bray Wyatt. Uh, not so you think Wyatt, he's um, done, done, or is he still going to be sticking Wade around Barrett. for a storyline with the League of Nations? Uh, he's probably done, done. Oh. Come back and do what? Yeah. He's done. Right. You heard it here first? Hopefully I'm wrong. That's your boy. Yep. That is your boy. I mean, the fan favorite, Wyatt, started a program oh, with geez. the League of Nations. Do you think that's going to... Started it, and... The Wyatts, even though I was making fun of Bray Wyatt before, I do like Bray. I don't like the Love Wyatt Bray. family. Really? I don't like the Wyatt family. Why? I think, I think they're holding Bray back. Because my problem with Bray is that... I think that he is holding Bray back. I think there's so much potential with the Wyatt was family. Was it? Yes. They, they, gave, they gave him a push. went nowhere fast. That's why they gave him the family back. That's all you had. Nah, Bray should have There's beat. so much more with the family Yeah, when Bray was feuding with Cena He should have won that feud There was no reason for Cena to win that one Yeah, but I think There's so many ways that, I mean, this is In retrospect A few years down the line You're going to say Like, this is why Bray Wyatt is the new Undertaker Should Jesus I say it right? Christ. Undertaker? Yeah, this time you did Okay It's only close <laughs> Because I mean, they're building him up to be that. They're building him up to be that mysterious character. You don't know what they're about. And the fact that he has this family, that they're starting to lay the, the breadcrumbs of what the background of the family was, but they're not really diving into it. Like the Sister Abigail move. Yeah. Where did this Sister Abigail move come from? Who is Sister Abigail? Let's find out. Could there be a diva that's a Sister on, Abigail? Uh, on that Sister Abigail finisher, Baron Corbin does a way better version of yeah. that for his finisher. What is I believe it. What is it called? Like uh, the, end of Days. End of Days. End of Days. I like the way it's called. Very, too. very much cooler yeah. version of it. But, um, but yeah, I, Bray is somebody that I'd really like to get behind, but I can't get behind somebody who is constantly losing his feuds clean and majority of his matches ending after getting his two big baby goon squads to come in and interfere in the match. I really hope they don't mess him up. So I'd like to see him booked better because I think he could be. He was my boy way back when he was Mike McGillicuddy, right? Husky Harris. Husky Harris. Husky Harris. (laughs) And I don't don't think he's going to be the new Undertaker. I think... If there's any no, young superstar that The Undertaker is going to pass the torch to, it would be to the demon in Oh. Very interesting point. We could get on another, on another episode of The Shot of Wrestling. But we're, we'll move right on, along. Yeah, spending way too much time on Bray Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw your eyes rolling to the back of your head. Moving on. Like two years ago. We get a, the Ro- Roman Reigns comes out. Anytime I could talk about Wade Bryant. Wait. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Uh, Roman Reigns came I out. Like um, he's not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. He's the guy. Like his new little cocky attitude. I like it. I can see that in a shirt. Yeah, probably will be the next shirt. Yeah. Um, he did a good job. I liked I it. I think so. Um, Keep it short and sweet. I liked how he reacted to what's his name, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, like, laughed I him love off. Like, that. <laughs> 
I love that. As much as, much as, I hate too, Reigns, I as much as I hate him and the ridiculous push he's gotten for whatever reason, I don't know. I do think that was a good. I do think that was a good promo for him. Um, I like that they're actually starting to embrace the fan reactions and how the fans feel towards him. That's, that's exactly what I told Michael J. I was like, if I go to Raw, I want to see them actually. Because we were talking about it in the last show, would they kind of lower the mics down when people yep. are booing? Yep. Will they kind of pipe in cheers so people could start cheering? Mm-hmm. And we we're trying to think of things that the E would do to try and put this guy over. I'm like, no, embrace the hate, as you Vacant want would say. To cheer for Reigns, you have to turn him heel. Yeah, you embrace the hate. And I love. And you know who else? What said he that? said. I'm not the bad guy. I'm not the good guy. But I'm the guy. Damn right, he is. Love it or hate it, I'm here to stay. I'm about to jump know, on the Reigns bandwagon right now. You know, just who, because of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I like I'm it. Buying in. I like this Moxie. <laughs> I'm buying in. <laughs> you know who else Don't said out. that Roman Reigns needs to turn heel to help his character? That will help him get over. Everybody. Austin three sixteen. Still oh, cold yeah. himself. No. All right. But he had no contenders coming out of WrestleMania. Now the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Now he has four. Yes. Four good ones, too. I like the people that came out. Well, three. Sami Zayn. Come on. I think Sami Kevin- Zayn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's- he's, not, he's not main event worthy just yet. Well, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. He doesn't, like, he just came up from NXT. There's no need to throw him into the main event yet. But right. there is a lot of talent there with Sami Zayn, somebody very fun to watch. So you were at that Raw, one of the biggest. Kevin Owens got the biggest pop say, when he this? came out yeah. uh, during that. So hot. And this is the Playboy, uh, Lingerie Pillow Fight, I believe. Right, yeah. and, we um, will be very distracted during yes. this match. Should we just pause it? <laughs> Come back to you in 20 minutes. But Kevin Owens definitely got the biggest pop out of the four that came out. So excited. Just to be in the title picture. Yes, I love the fact that he's in that picture now and even cut a promo later that night saying that he's moved on from that intercontinental belt. I like how he did that. I don't need the intercontinental championship belt. But Sami Zayn, he got a very big pop as well. And um, something that you can tell that the fans are really behind him as of the way that they interact with the way his music plays when he comes out. Something that's very fun to do when you're at an event. The Olay chance? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. You participated? I did. A former did you host, start it? Former guest, Erwin Escobar, made a good point. You know how these guys have badass, cool entrance themes. And then Tammy Zane comes out with a, an uncool theme song. I'm like, mm. Does not no, have a cool theme song at it's, all. It's you cool. know what it's was interesting? That's cool, Chris Jericho. No, you know what was interesting? Episode theme. seven. Episode seven. If you listen to episode seven, we were talking a little bit about oh, how Wilson. Sami Zayn is not getting over, and I made the comment. I said Sami Zayn is just, just is not getting over. Needs a new theme song. And literally, no, no, bro, you were the one who turned to me at WrestleMania. And you're uh-huh. like, oh no, it was Jonathan who turned to me. And he goes out. You must go shut. Miss Jackie, I forgot about Miss Jackie. Yeah, she oh, did. Man. She do porn? No. Would you? Candice pay? Michelle did softcore porn like a Skinamax. Show, yeah, oh, yeah? Showtime. Yeah. I watch it. Anyway, we were saying. I, I was talking. I think I was talking I to Jonathan. I was like, Sami Zayn's not getting over. Um, um, and literally at girl. WrestleMania, when everybody was chanting oh, and singing oh, along with the. Oh, 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 yeah, already over. You're right. That's a cool song. Get him over. Maybe get a nice view with Fandango. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> 
Sami yeah. Zayn, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens when they have their match on the main roster, which I'm hoping will be a nice, nice little slower burn till SummerSlam it to have that slow, match. Yeah. Hey, it's your girl Stacy Keebler, oh, WrestleMania so 20. Hot. Good lord, look at those legs. Look at them. But when they have why that is match, a Playboy match when three of them aren't even Playboy. It's fine. Two of them weren't. Don't question. Why are you questioning it? What? Just enjoy the match. Enjoy the match. That's They're going to be in brawn oh, panties a in a little bit. Right. You, you collected all the Playboys. Just I about, remember you did yeah. that. Um, who was the best one? The, the Sable, Tori Wilson one. Tori Wilson, yeah. Tori Wilson. Okay. They did a co-spread together. Yeah. But, um, During break, you want to bring them out? Not in Northern Ireland. Right <laughs> no, but yeah, that, that Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn match, that's going to steal the show. And you'll see then that Sami Zayn, he's definitely a main event player. And he will be <laughs> soon enough on the main roster. Got me a chuckle. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next up is... <laughs> Moving uh, on. <coughs> Good now, job, uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's awesome. But uh, now, next up after that was the was the Corbin Ziggler match, I believe. But um, the attention from the crowd wasn't really with that match. There was something going on, actually, two sections away from me, right over there next to me. You've been, you've been holding out all night. I have. There was. You, every every time I wanted to talk about this little moment, you've been saying, no, we'll save it for the show. We'll save it for the show. And so we're on the show. What happened? That at the time of the Corbin Ziggler match, the most over superstar of the night came out. And that was the beach ball. <laughs> I mean, we didn't see a beach ball on Raw. Oh, it's marking out again over here. Little side comment: uh, Lemmy from Motorhead should have been at the musical inductee for the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, Hell yeah! Oh yeah! This was the year to do it. They're probably coming up. This was the year. We kind of died when everything was probably locked in already. So maybe next year. Yeah. But uh, back to the beach ball. Oh, here you go. Few guys had uh, had a whole stash of beach balls. I think they went through like <laughs> six or seven of them. Were they by you? They were two sections. Oh. I forget what section we were, but they were 316. I think we were 314. Oh, so they cool. were right 316. there. <laughs> and they inflated these beach balls and they started hitting them around and the whole crowd got behind it. All right. Um, for, That's fucking cool. First, you had the entire arena chanting, hey, we want some beach ball. <laughs> hey. And then eventually the crowd just got so. Like, I remember that champ because I was thinking, hey, we want some Bailey. Yeah. Hey, I thought it was, we want some Bailey. No, no, no. But it was, we want some then, beach ball. Then after that, like, they, they, they just, they took off with the chance. You had, let's go beach ball, beach <laughs> ball sucks. Let's go beach ball, beach ball sucks. Uh, beach ball rocks. Beach. <laughs> Every chance you can think of that's been done in the WWE universe the whole audience twisted it so that it was for this beach ball. Okay. But the best part of the night, though, was after it got hit down into the lower sections down by the floor, one of the security guards... I know this match is way too distracting. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. We're, we were very engaging conversation and listening oh, to Dick over here. Wait. All of a sudden, we saw a beautiful ass just come up on the screen. If you're watching WrestleMania 20 with us... Oh, we are Keeler. watching the lingerie match. Stacey Keebler's getting into the oh. ring very slow and seductively. Oh, she's, she's doing it again. Oh. Here we go. So cute. Oh, in and out. Okay. In and out. I'm your mic off. 
Then, uh, but yeah, that was the best part was after he got hit down to the floor level, a security guard stole the beach ball, took it away from the crowd, and the entire arena started yelling at this poor security guard, you sold out, you sold out. I heard that you sold out, Chance. I didn't know it was because of that. It was so loud to the point that blogs online had to make a point that the you sold out chants were not directed toward Baron Corbin or Dolph Ziggler. It was to a security guard who apparently stole a beach ball from the crowd. And a change of plans for the guy who was making the beach balls and throwing them. Uh, Cops ended up coming to the section and escorting him out of the arena. No, they did not. Uh, Yeah. How did they find... Well, they well, were blowing yeah, up a whoever few the balls. ticket guy was up there probably ratted him out. He started getting yelled at by people in the 316 section. It was it was upsetting to to see the beach ball guy go, but so you got to sit in your seat and see the whole show. I did. Would you have rather brought in beach balls than be escorted out of the show and be part of history on Raw? Which one would you have rather been? Ooh. I mean, you would have missed half of the show. I, mean, I would have. There's missed still a half lot more show. we got to cover. I would have missed half the show. That would have been nice to have been like the one who started all those. Can you just be like, I was the beach ball, ball guy. But I don't know. I was kind of glad to be there for that uh, that one debut later on in the show. Okay, we're almost there. My boy Baron Corbin. My boy. Oh, can't. I'm so happy he made it up to the to the big leagues. Are you? Or because you met him? No, dude, I was really hyped Gordon's on him awesome. as as part of NXT. I just think he was, the things Mrs. he did Mrs. with Mrs. Austin Aries, yeah, and the promos he was cutting. Austin Aries, he killed it when he killed it after he was the one who. Uh, I watched him on Breaking Ground too, so the story yeah. I just got very invested in. This he was guy. in the number one contenders match for uh, the championship match at Dallas. And he lost because Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe both hit submission moves on him at the same time. Right. And so William Regal kind of screwed him out of it. And so William Regal was very proud of debuting Austin Aries. And when Austin Aries debuted, when Corbin attacked him that night to get his revenge, he did a very good job with that as a heel. Amazing. Attacked him in the right ways. And then the best part was that We talked about it in a shot of wrestling. He took his head off. Yes. Baron Corbin ran into Austin Aries, and I swear his head just rolled off his body. <coughs> the best part was at the end when he ripped the shirt off of him and balled yes. up and hit Regal square in the face. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely perfect. He was trying to relive. I feel like he was trying to relive a little bit of that moment on Raw when he uh, ended the match by saying, by shouting at the ref, this is on you. Yeah. This is on you. Yeah. You know, and he, t- and he gave, uh, gave uh, his finishing move. On Ziggler, uh, and, and he pointed at the ref. This is on you. If you don't know who Baron Corbin is, apparently he doesn't care. But I care. He's one of the hottest heels that's going to come out this year on this season of WWE on our new road to WrestleMania 33. I agree. Anyway, done fangirling over this fucking guy? Yeah. That's my turn. Here we go. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Abel. Just cream them in your pants for this. Rich, one. No, Abel's not. A, he's not a sports fan. He doesn't, he doesn't watch sports. Doesn't care about not sports. Too many. It's about. He doesn't care about sports. I'm a Mets fan. Yeah, no, you're not. Let's, Let's go, go, Mets. Mets. Yeah, but Opening with, day, baby. But with the Mets, you've been a diehard Mets fan for a while now. Oh, my whole life. Yeah, so the Mets he, have won last year. He's got season talking, tickets over here with fucking the seven line. So, uh, so the Mets had won. You would have fucking lost your mind. Yes, I would have. That's how I felt with Zack Ryder. I've been a fan of Zack Ryder since the beginning. So when he won the IC belt, I fangirled out. Right, I see that. 
We will post the video. Especially on one second place was my second boy, The Miz. These two faced off one on one against Raw. I almost lost my mind. It was the best match of the night. The Miz. Match of the year, in my opinion. <sighs> what? Um, Zach Carter comes control. out. Gets don't a, cut out his I don't know mind. about match of the year, but both of those guys are candidates for jobber of the year. Oh, okay. they're, they're, they're in a title feud right now, so watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach Carter comes out. Gets a you deserve a chance. Well deserved. Um, Lillian Garcia starts to announce the intercontinental title match, but she gets cut off because it wasn't an intercontinental title match yet. Miss comes out because of a good promo. They start feuding with each other. The title goes on the line. And they have a good match, in my opinion. It was a good match. Uh, the dad gets involved, which uh, leads... You took a picture with the dad at WrestleMania. Dad. And Miz's dad. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was watching them back and forth, and he slapped the Miz. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see Maurice pop up. What? Just out of nowhere. Yep. I think she was over by the end. Uh, right behind the oh, three announcers, yeah. yeah. But she just popped up out of nowhere, and then she comes out. And officially, Maurice is back, making me like this feud even more. I hope this goes somewhere. I hope this isn't a one-off feud. I hope this goes to at least the pay-per-view. And give these two, give these two guys a shot, because they deserve it. Because they're putty's boys. Yeah, and they're, they're good. They're, <laughs> they deliver in the ring. They never had a bad match. And hopefully, they just pull through. Just give them a chance. I will say this, though. I do respect The Miz for what he does, because I do believe he's the only heel right now that has actual heel heat on yeah, the roster. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a great point. It's a very really good point. Yeah, I haven't seen a a heel really come off and people really want to boo someone mm-hmm. in a while. He's got the talent. I like him in the ring. Ms. Ryder, book it for a pay-per-view, please. Charlotte's women's division ceremony happened. You were there. I was Dick. there. And my only beef with that really was uh, the breaking character to start the ceremony and then just kind of like turning character back on like that. I like yeah. that. I thought, I thought it was a nice touch. I liked it. It, I, it just came off kind of weird being there. Be, being there on TV was nice. I gotta be yeah. honest, it's really hard as a performer to navigate through the crowd that you were part of. Mm-hmm. And I could see how Charlotte knew onto the scene experiencing what she's experiencing and trying to cut her promo, she just didn't know what to do. She, I think she did the best job she could do. She couldn't have done any better. Um, yeah, you guys just were just a tough crowd. Tough crowd. I think, I think, a, better, I think a better way to have handled that was uh, since Lita was out there, right. she was the one that could have been all nice about it with saying, this is women's wrestling. This is the new women's championship. You're all superstars. And this could have got Charlotte, um, even though Charlotte is a good heel, this could have gotten her a lot more heel heat if instead of her being the one who gave that speech, she, Lita did it, and then she just completely made it about her the entire time. But you, Sasha could have done a lot better. Oh, Sasha could do everything better. <laughs> um, next up. Well, next up was the Usos versus the Dullies in a tables match. And uh, this week's Hair of the Dog goes out to the Timekeeper. Now, if you listen to our show before, the hair of the dog, it's the thought that the best cure for what ails you is to have some more of it. In ancient times, it has it was literally used to say that the dog if a dog bit you, you were to put the dog's hair in your wound and it would heal it. Miraculously. So correct me if I'm wrong, but be ready for the dog to bite back. The timekeeper. 
gets the hair of the dog because he ended the Dudley's match early. He ended it. The Usos were ready to jump off the top turnbuckle right onto the Dudleys to end the match. The Dudleys get out of the way. They go through a table, matches over. And they go through a table, matches over. The timekeeper rings the bell. It is not their job to ring the bell. The match was not over. They were not paying attention to the rules. It is their job to ring the bell. The timekeeper's job is Yeah, but they were not paying attention to the rules. Um, The opponent has to put them through the table. This is not how a hair the dog works, but okay. Uh, Timekeeper, that was all intentional. You just totally are falling for it. It's cute. What are you talking about? It's cute. (laughs) It's cute, isn't it? He messed up. He totally messed up. They went through a table. Timekeeper gets the hair of the dog this week. The Dudley's won. The Dudley's won. Um, the Dudley's. You saw. You saw Devon. So Devon puts. Got really mad and he. And threw was, him. All right, here, we're ringing along. He puts it, the tooth got through the table. Correct. Yes. Match is over. Dudley's boys walk off. Next. Timekeeper rang the bell early. I mean, the Dudley's were really upset about it. They were yelling. They were yelling well, at the timekeeper. Dudley's keeper. don't like using tables anymore. And because they were yelling, causing a big fracas. Opens the door for your boys to come back out. Who are my boys? I don't oh. know who you're talking about. The bada bing, bada boom, the biggest guys in the room. The bada bing, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, realest guys in the realest. room. Okay, so yeah, that was all intentional of storyline reasons. Abel, I figured you what? would know better. You calling me by my by my real name? I'm why the Green Man. I should just Abel Green Man. You know, <laughs> Green Man. I think uh, I think there's only one word to describe Michael. You want to spell it out for him? Yes. Wasn't it? Shouldn't he? Be, <laughs> that Are you being soft here? Because he fell for Michael it. Michael Jane. Him? <laughs> Are you being soft? I think it's. I think it was you who was being soft. Um, don't play your little clip here. Please, please fill me in on, on what I missed because this is probably the highlight of Monday Night Raw. Absolutely. Enzo Mori, Big Kaz, make their debut to this. Smack Talker Skywalker, and I got a mic saber for a hater. Now, what do you know? We got a couple haters. Couple haters. Well, let me tell you something. Hate ain't nothing but love disguised by jealousy. And if I was you, I'd be jealous of us too, because you're ugly as hell. You two are so ugly. Tears run down the back of your head to avoid your face. They don't. I don't. I see the way you're staring at us. Well, let me tell you something. You want to play games? I'll connect for that dull piece. I got the gift of gab and the gift of jab. And I'll put that lazy eye right back to work. Listen up, bub. You better think twice. It'd be two more thoughts than you had all day. Fall back like a hairline. Because big ass. We'll serve you two slop jalops any time of the day, breakfast like I have. <laughs> Hit you with a haymaker, pancaker, and drop you like a deuce! <laughs> it seems like you two don't like what he's saying. So how about you come down to this ring and do something about it? There's only one word to describe you, and I'm gonna spell it out for you. 
Wow. The absolute best part of that night because these guys, I love them on NXT. They're great on the mic. They're great in the ring. Big cast, one of the best big guys on the roster. And it was it was incredible. Even during WrestleMania, I don't think there was anybody I don't think there was anybody that gave a promo where the crowd was so into it like that. Like at the end of that promo there, they didn't even say anything on the mic. That was all the audience, myself in- included, and it was incredible. The energy from that, everybody was just so excited, so pumped, everybody marked. It. They had me eating out of their hands. Yep. As soon as they said their first like as soon as their music hit, I was like, holy shit. Yep. Oh, it's getting real. New Day, you're in trouble. New Day, you're in trouble. I was telling Michael this earlier. Michael, the New Day has carried the company for the last two months leading into WrestleMania. Yep. They, the comp- it, it, tag division, the company. The company. Everything. It's literally been New Day. Merchandise, New Day. Matches, New Day. Promos, New Day. The best matches. Killing it on Raw, killing it on SmackDown, WrestleMania, New Day. These guys are the next thing coming. Pay close attention to them, or else you're going to be a little bit soft. Hopefully, uh, when we're at Extreme Rules, we'll get to see them there in the ring doing some stuff. Green Man's going to Extreme Rules. With Slick Dick. We're ready. That led into the number one contender's fatal four way match. AJ Styles won. Body Da. Congratulations. Are you excited about them? I don't care. You don't care. Come on. AJ Styles? Well, he just I, really, stayed... I really like AJ Styles, but my problem... My problem with this is uh, that AJ Styles, right now, the way things are looking with the company, doesn't look like he won a uh, number one contenders match. He looked like he won hmm. a shot to job to Roman Reigns. You think so? That's what I feel like is going to happen. So who would you have picked as what could be a good number one contender for the title i think i think aj's a good number one contender it's just the problem is is that it seems almost a lock that he's gonna lose because yeah. they've done too much to build up roman reigns unfortunately and as much as you'd like to see aj win and roman drop the belt there's no way that it's gonna happen look at the main event title match on hopefully numerous pay-per-views yeah. so good for him i mean every day that aj styles shows up to work he's just like God, I'm not in TNA. Yeah, probably. <sighs> he did I say that. I just he... went into WrestleMania. Awesome. I'm have. I'm, I'm in the title picture. Awesome. Thank God, I'm not in TNA. He said himself that he shed no tears when he left that. Company. Hell no. Neither will Bobby Roode. No. Neither no. will Bobby Roode. Okay. There's a lot more to cover. When we come back from break. Oh, there's no power right through this. Okay.
and we're back. That was a very quick break, Michael J. Yeah, let's, let's ring a little long. Let's wrap this up. This up. All Next right. Up. Well, here we go. What else happened? WrestleMania weekend. Uh, so after WrestleMania, after Raw. Well, right after Raw, just a couple blocks away from the American Airlines Center, we went to ringside with good old JR, Jim Ross, the All right. voice of wrestling. And All right. At this point, haven't you had enough of wrestling, though? No, I mean, I NXT, spending, Access, spending the WrestleMania. Night with JR. I think that's a good way Raw. to end WrestleMania weekend. I'm exhausted. Way. Yeah. I was ready Tired. to go for a whole nother weekend. So how was it? It wasn't bad. He brought out a special guest. It was uh, Jim Cornette. Oh, okay. the, uh, you may know him as the manager of the Midnight Express. Yeah. So it's fun to hear some of their stories, uh, just some of the highlights. Uh, like I said earlier, JR, he said that NXT right now is the promotion that's putting out the best wrestling. The best. There product. was a lot of shows going on this weekend, WrestleMania weekend. And yep. I think and NXT he, probably blew it away. And he wasn't even referring to just WWE. He even specifically mentioned, he said, TNA, Ring of Honor, New Japan. He said NXT is the best for wow. wrestling right now. Put them over. And one of the things that JR said that I've never thought about before, he was talking about it. And he said, during the Balor and Joe main event, he mm-hmm. said that at one point he saw... Joe's body language changed during the match. He saw his demeanor change, the way that he was acting, the way huh. he was um, delivering his uh, performance in the match, if you will. Okay. And he said that after he saw that and the way that he was carrying himself and presenting himself uh-huh. in the ring, he said that him versus Brock Lesnar wow. would be a dream match for no. him. So that's something that he put that thought into my head, and now it's something that I've Small been Joe just hit a low blow, mess over. No. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? Let me tell you, all oh, the how you doing chants are going to be running wild at Extreme Rules. Oh, that they will. That they will. Bada bing, bada boom. And then uh, the only other thing, really, that I would like to bring up from uh, Ringside with JR was Jim Cornette. He said that the only beef that he had, well, the real, the real biggest beef he had with WrestleMania 32 was that they had Shane jump from the top of the cell, and that it was him who got that big spot, that mark out moment, and that that was a problem because it took away from the rest of the show that everybody be talking about this 40-year-old guy who doesn't really show up that often. And while technically, yes, I'd agree with him that uh, if you do a high spot like that, putting people in, putting the performer in that danger, um, stealing the show like that, well, we gave him the we WrestleMania the moment, moment, the Andre the Giant WrestleMania moment of the night. We did, and I'd agree with Jim Cornette if that was something that the WWE did often. But when was the last time you saw a high spot like that? It's been a while. A I mean, while. we're in PG era. Exactly, it's and been that's a while. that's exactly the reason why I disagree with him because something like that. You don't really expect that from anybody else on the main roster. I don't know if they'd allow anybody on the main roster to do that right now. And so I think it was deserved. It's something that after having a drought of moments like that, I think it was something that the fans deserved. It was great to see. And it was a good WrestleMania moment. It was a great WrestleMania moment. It was a great visual. Yes, it was. That's why I said it's a great visual for the night. You think of WrestleMania 32, and you're going to think of that visual. Yep. And that's it. That's the weekend. But, uh... That was the wrestling weekend. Our personal weekend 
was filled with a lot more. I mean, I love the stadium. I love Dallas. Dallas had some great food. Great food. Even, I fucking ate like a king. Yeah. I dine on pork and beans, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes is coming alive on me, baby. Um, Michael J. Putty posted a picture on Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's Friday night. We're going to go party. <laughs> he wants to party. party. We're going to party it up, right? <laughs> Friday night is a party well, night. Friday night's a party night. It is. So we're getting ready. We bought the bottles of liquor. We're ready to start pre-gaming. Also, these two guys be soft. The fucking soft. soft. Falling asleep. How you doing? You want to spell it to us? W-F-T. <laughs> soft. They're asleep at what, 10 o'clock? Boo. Johnny yeah, has it was, two it was kids. A, it was a long, yeah, it was a long day. I was a long day. I was ready to go. Had a couple I got a wife Friday home. night. It's you want to know what I did Friday night? Friday Sunday. night. I slept for an hour and a half before I got up for my flight at 4.30, which left at 6. And you know what right. time I went to sleep? After a beer pong tournament, which I came second in that night, I didn't go to sleep until 3.30, 4 o'clock. Should have hung out with you guys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you guys just went to sleep. My no, wow. they went to sleep. Oh, you, you did. I yeah. drank, watched The Tonight Show. There you go. <laughs> Living it up in Texas. Drank half a bottle by myself. Just you so, and the Motel 6, huh? Yeah, because you guys are soft. How you soft. doing? Soft. Bada bing, bada boom. The other thing that happened this weekend, so we have Dick here, part of Team Vacant. Manager of Vacant. All right. Greatest wrestler. So we got Team Vacant, Team Green Man, running wild all over Dallas. And Team Green Man kind of wanted to hang out with Team Vacant. And all of a sudden. Understandable. We we landed and we're like, yo, Team Vacant, you know, like, where are you guys having breakfast? Oh, we're we're, we're at Kraken Barrel. All right, let me go and drive 20 minutes to you and go and have breakfast with you. Oh, sorry, we just finished breakfast. Why don't you just guys get your own table and then we'll uh, meet you at the shooting range. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's so cool. Team Green Man's totally there. So we go to the, the shooting range and Team Bacon is on their way out. They're, they're already... Uh, that is false. We they, were still waiting <laughs> for our lane when you got there. Yeah. Well, who left before we even got a lane? Well, whose fault is that for showing up to the shooting range so late? Yeah, I know hey, you listen, were you were in eating at we're on Cracker Green Man time. We're time. on Green Man time. But how great was it shooting guns at that? Oh, that was awesome. The funniest what part. What did you shoot? What did you shoot? The, funny, the funniest part about that before we even get to the shooting. Okay. You show up. They they ask me because I was the one that was like at the register taking care of it. They're like, "Have you ever shot a gun before?" No. I'm like, "No." Does this mean I can't shoot? They're like, "Nah." They're like, "Look." Uh, you just load it like this. <laughs> this is the magazine release here. Pull it back, and then, uh, yeah, your lane's right over there. I was like, what? He's <laughs> like, that's it? Like, that's all the training for, like, that's it? That's like, it? Yeah, just go. That's it. And so they started us off with just, like, your, you know, your regular, like, 9mm, like, Beretta, Glock, whatever it is that cops use. And so we shot a few rounds with that, and then we, me and Jeff, vacant, we moved on to, um... The assault rifle we moved on to, like an AR-15 type, and then we moved on to a Scorpion after that, and we were just lighting it up. We blew through quite a few rounds. It was a lot of fun. You did uh, 22 rounds? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you do the Magnum? The Magnum we didn't do. We didn't do that one. Dude, that Magnum had the biggest kick. Oh my god. Why would they ever put a magnum in my hands? I will never understand. That's the thing. Like, I feel like at that place, you'd be like, I've never shot a gun before. Can I get that Desert Eagle over there? <laughs> like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you here, do, it with have your, <laughs> do it with your left hand only, like to the side. Like, you'll look really cool if you do it like yeah. that. <laughs> this magnum, 
So, I don't know if you noticed how much. I mean, I was paying attention to the price of the bullets, and I was like, very hey. cheap. Yeah, it was, it was like sixteen bucks for like fifty bullets for a case. Very cheap. Very cheap. All of a sudden, the Magnum for eighteen dollars, you get five bullets. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger five caliber. bullets, much bigger caliber. So I'm like, okay, I want the Magnum. Give it to me. Here you go. Here's my twenty bucks. Give me my bullets. We go and I shoot the first round out of that gun. My head piece falls off my head the gun literally smacks my face there is (laughs) so much kick so much power power in that gun it's insane these guys michael j putty jonathan were afraid to even do anything with that gun after that i mean insane it's a pretty big gun big guns big guns I mean, you you heard my story about having lunch with Baron Corbin. Yep. Me my boy Baron Corbin. Yep. I'm surprised he didn't tell me that he was going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Yeah, I, keep, keep I thought we were close. Man. I thought we were close. But that's all the WrestleMania stories I have. I mean, it was a great weekend. The food was great in Dallas. Mm-hmm. AT&T Stadium, by far the best stadium I've ever been to that hosted a WrestleMania. And I would say probably it would go down in the record books as the second best city that hosted WrestleMania. Yes, the Dallas itself is a quiet town. It's a small town. Um, so there's not really much going on there. So they really embraced the WWE, the WWE Universe and WrestleMania. And it was great. It was great. One of the things I really liked was that um, coming from the house that I was staying at. Oh, you airbnb it, right? Yeah, we did airbnb it. Um, we were about 10-15 minutes away from Dallas and you're driving up on the freeway and you saw the skyline one of the hotels right there in the front of the skyline the they Omni? had I think it was the Omni they had the building lit up with the Wrestlemania logo oh yeah and that one um, I forgot that spherical dome yeah that dome thing yeah that had lights the WWE was uh, WWE was rotating around it which was it was cool it just it got you even more excited for the event it was That's cool to see the town embrace cool. it like that it's pretty cool. Any WrestleMania stories from you, Michael J? No. <laughs> Next up, the cues. So normally in the cues, I throw out the cues to the WWE universe. Anybody who's listening to this show, and thank you for listening. But uh, this week we're gonna turn the tables. We're gonna turn the tables to you because this show is from the fans to the fans, and this week we're. From the fans out there to the fans in here. Mark Tolman, Coral Springs, Florida. Wanted to send us some questions. And he wanted to know, you were in Dallas and there was no consumption of beef ribs. Did you guys have some beef ribs? I had pork ribs. I had pork ribs too. Beef ribs? No. 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 There was no consumption of, of beef ribs. Sorry. Mark Tolman from Coral Springs, Florida. The fans want an explanation. Why? Why? I mean, we were in Dallas. Why didn't we have beef? We don't, we don't even want Next. Yeah, let's talk about wrestling. Yeah. I mean, why didn't you have beef ribs? Sorry. Sorry, Tolman. Um, next steps for Brock Lesnar and how short will Reigns hold the title? That's his next question. That's a wrestling-related question. All right. Is well, it a yeah. short run for Brock Reigns? Lesnar, who cares? Um, Roman Reigns, I think I just told him. Couple months, maybe the SummerSlam. 
SummerSlam. I could see him dropping the belt at I SummerSlam. I think, yeah. SummerSlam is when I think he's going to end up dropping the belts. And in terms of Lesnar, um, I think WWE has shot their load with Lesnar. I'm, I think they're done. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over the whole him running through things gimmick. I think they've wasted him ending the Undertaker streak. Speaking of Lesnar, we're looking at the last match at WrestleMania 20 between Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. They were both aimed to leave. Yep. They got uh, a good na 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 chant after this. Yep. Uh, yet again, another lackluster Brock Lesnar match. And like I said, they completely wasted him ending the Undertaker streak because he should have just ran through the roster for a year, and then some younger talent who deserved a nice little push should have went over Lesnar, be the guy who conquered the guy who conquered the streak, and went on a nice little run after that. But now they've waited too long, I think, and I don't think it'll have the same effect. Yeah. Will anybody else lose to The Undertaker, you think? Mm, I don't know. It depends. I think that Undertaker's an old-school guy. You're I right. think he's going to go out his last match. will be at WrestleMania, and I think he will lose at his last match. He will put somebody mm. over. And like Finn Balor? I was just going to get to that. <laughs> like I said earlier, that's who I think... I see where you're going, my friend. That's, that is who I think Undertaker like would pass the torch to, because that guy, he has... Just, He's got the talent in the ring, and he's got the character it's right now, awesome. the persona. It's just, it's amazing. It's great. I want to see if uh, Finn Balor left NXT. What else is left for NXT? I think NXT would be fine. Yeah? NXT would be fine. Who, who would hold up the brand? You got plenty of people there to hold up the brand. You got all the recent signings. You got Nakamura down there. You got uh, uh, Austin Aries that they just signed. Bobby Roode's uh, going to be coming yeah. in. Yeah. There's plenty You're of right. main event players that will be able to be in the picture there for them. All right. Got it. Any go home thoughts, Michael J? No, let's go home. <laughs> the Green Man says it's not easy being green. Holy shit! I didn't go green at WrestleMania 31 because I wanted to experience it as just a regular fan. But holy shit, I love being green. It's totally worth it. Everybody recognizes you. Everybody wants to take pictures. It makes you feel special. It's fucking awesome. So thank you all who made my WrestleMania weekend worthwhile by being green. But damn, it took like 90 minutes. I mean, yeah. you were the rookie this year, so you painted my back. It did. It did. And it took a, couple it took a while. It took, it took a couple, couple coats. So it's not easy being green, but it's totally worth it. Nope. Your go-home thoughts. My go-home thoughts. Uh, WrestleMania 32. I was expecting a lot worse than what it actually was. It turned out to be a lot better show than I was than I was expecting it to be, which I'm very happy about. Uh, maybe just a little bit of a bias there because I was actually there live instead of watching it at home. It's different, right? It is very different. Feels good. But I still I enjoyed it. Uh, set with the outcomes a bit because I really wanted mainly to see Sasha Banks have her moment there. But other than that, it was great. And uh, Slick Dick Williams says hashtag no free photos. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, green fans, green nations all around the world, I am the WWE Green Man on Instagram. Follow me on Green Man WWE on Twitter and the Green Man on Facebook. Yet again, we didn't really plan this. Right? Well, you had the Twitter for a while. I don't know why you didn't follow that when you put the Instagram. That's really on you. I mean, I. We need to also follow the show on Facebook, uh, Instagram. It's Shot of Wrestling. Um, sorry, Twitter, and on Facebook. And um, that's it. That's it. Until uh, next week, uh, buddy. Oh.